Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the TetraCast. This is Zach Reist, your host. Joining me today is a very small cast, um, but this is kind of what it's going to be for at least the next couple months. Um, first off, we've got Josh Torres, as always. Hello. Welcome back. And then uh, joining us again, it's been a little bit, but Kyle Campbell is also in the house. Hello. Hello. It might yes, be a small I, I cast. We got big hearts. Yes, we all got big hearts. Big RPG loving hearts. My heart will never give up. <laughs> Slash Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, Adam, who's normally been part of this podcast for a long time, he's really busy uh, dealing with other personal things and academic things. Uh, he's trying to get his doctorate. So it's going to be kind of hard to uh, pull himself away from trying to work on his thesis and so um instead we're just gonna kind of stick with this small group uh i don't know how many times we'll be in Kyle on but of course anybody else that we can find to rope into doing this we'll try our best to keep this podcast going it's been a few weeks um but that's just it may because, or may not be a rotating chair yeah may or may not oh that's something that i actually kind of entertained uh before we even did this podcast is that we would have a guest on every time just random person to kind of fold we'll into just, this. Like, get someone off the streets it's like hey do you know how to use this all right come to my computer that sounds like a terrible like idea role, like, you like no, they'll, they'll be all right they, they, they probably like rpgs oh as soon as you said it's not paid they would not have the time of day anyway <laughs> so they're like what are you gonna give me it's like oh about that and then they, you bring them into your house and then they can see everything so it's it's kind of it's like craigslist all over again you don't want to no, you're like, just gonna like a local land cafe then oh okay just bring on special guests like zach who's that wrestler guy you were telling me about bring oh, that guy xavier on. woods uh yeah that i don't guy. think he's gonna have any sort of uh idea about anything that we're doing I, He's got better things to do. Uh, too busy hitting up like barcades left and right. That's all he does. No, no, no. Just, just, just stay positive. I'll message Connor McGregor. That's the real RPG um, experience. We won't even do that. It's like we'll get like a soundboard or something and just have his voice in here, and that's it. I won't yeah. even bother. Just working that oh hard. Oh my god! So a rotating chair is a soundboard. Yeah, that's that's pretty yes. much it. Okay. All right. So you don't play up. RPGs like I play RPGs. It takes a special talent to do that. Oh, or is that your Conor McGregor voice? Close enough. Close. <laughs> All right. Strong attempt there. I mean, he's he's not in. He's still not in UFC 200, right? So he's he's got nothing better to do. He's still training, but he's not going to be in there. I know he's going to fight Floyd Mayweather. Isn't that right? Like that's his. Floyd next... Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather offered him fifty million dollars oh to my box gosh. him. Box he, him. He pro- is, does is Connor even a boxer? He's like a kickboxer or something. No, he he's a he's a an MMA fighter. He knows kickboxing, but he's gonna he would get starched if he fought Floyd. Oh. So Floyd would wipe uh, the floor with him. I'll, I'll be a boxer for fifty million. I'll be anything for. 50 yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So it's gonna be, I'll, I'll fight Floyd. I mean, he's already lost. So what, what's wrong with losing his second time if it means a huge payday? So I would love it if 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 at the end of it, like it's like twelve rounds and like. Floyd is just like dominating him, and at the very end, he just says "fuck it" and he does like a wheel kick and knocks him. Like <laughs> it's against the rules. He does like a Roddy great. Piper WrestleMania two thing. He just picks him up and th- throws him down like Mr. T style and just <laughs> destroy him. Like, well, <laughs> throw a chair, and I'm like, well, this is it. This has turned into professional wrestling all of a sudden. So, that's, well, be. that would be a lot better. I mean, two, like an hour's worth of fighting for fifty million dollars. That's that's good enough. I mean, Floyd signed me up. Else. Call me if you're listening. Uh, and he also he'll just say at the end, like, "What do you expect? I'm not a boxer, so of course I was gonna lose. <laughs> so what, what yeah. do you want from me?" <laughs> <laughs> 
right, so um, we'll move right into talking about the games that we've been playing. As I said, it's been a few weeks, um, but it seems like we haven't been playing too many RPGs in this group of ours. But we'll kind of go over some other things first. Um, uh, so what I've been dealing with um, is that I reviewed Megatag Mention. Uh, I forget it was called Blonde Blanc plus Neptune, Neptune versus versus zombies. Zombies. Yeah, I don't know if there's oh, anything fuck that more. Name. <laughs> it's a bizarre name. Anyway, it's it's basically um, the Neptunia U game that came out last year. Uh, recently came out for PC, but came out last year for Vita. That's just like an action RPG kind of thing, uh, fighting out in arenas and then um, going through a story. The whole basic premise of that entire game is that you are trying to rescue a school before it closes. Love lifestyle. Um, and so you got to find a way to keep the school open. So you have to have a really strong um, uh like opening like a, a big enrollment period or else it's it, that's it and so what they decided to do is that they used their film film club to um film a zombie movie uh neptune is the uh club president person uh and then uh blonde becomes the director and script writer she's like well i can be a popular author if i do really well at this and so and then they soon realize that there's actual zombies spoiler alert and then they kind of go off from there using them to their advantage it's not the single player game is that that great the multiplayer is actually really good surprisingly for uh for a series that has nothing to do with multiplayer it's actually pretty good what's the multiplayer like so it's it's basically um it's got like five or six servers that you can choose from once you boot it up and then uh once you get in there you can have it out with four different characters. Uh, you can play the same character, it doesn't matter. It's like you've got all the regular CPUs, Blonde, Noir, uh, Neptune, Vert, and then you can, or Ram and Ram and all the CPU candidates, but they have their ultimate goddess versions as well. Um, excuse me, the HDD versions. Um, but it's kind of cool in that it's got its own separate set of quests and monsters and bosses that are not in the single player mode and um you can't chat in the in in the multiplayer mode but it's got like tons of um pre-written dialogue that you just select from a menu and it does a really good job in just getting the message across and it can be pretty fun uh especially if you know the people that you're playing with um and i did that like once or twice just to test out the multiplayer played it with some other uh journalists who also needed to get that kind of you know input on what that's like so that was my big takeaway is that it's the single player wasn't that good uh, as compared to like Neptunia U. Uh, even then, it's they both weren't that great to begin with. Uh, but the multiplayer is pretty good, uh, pretty solid. Are, are there any new characters in the game? Uh, there is... Blanking on her name. Um, I'm going to have to look this up because I'm kind of blanking on her name already. It's It's been a while since I, I reviewed that game, but it's... Uh, is it, is it like the the developer of the these games? Yeah, I... it's it's the developer. I Tamsoft, that's it. Uh mm-hmm. she's that's like a right. blue-haired girl. She's like the only new character. All the other mm-hmm. ones are returning from like even as recently as Mega Dimension. They're all like returning characters, returning cast. Uh, Tamsoft also did Neptune U. Um so this is kind of like a sequel to that in a way. Uh, she's the only yeah she's the only new one and she's pretty good uh in the context of that series, but still I uh, didn't have a great time with it, but, you know, fans might want to pick it up when it's on sale. And then I also reviewed that Hyper Devotion Noir for PC. 
that was a decent enough port. Uh, people were kind of upset that it doesn't have like it has a 30 frame per second lock on it, as you can expect from people oh. who are bummed out about frame rates day in and day out, as if they have nothing better to complain about. Um, mm-hmm. It's 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 a it's kind of a bummer just in that it's like well I I do what I want it's my computer I want to kind of push it but it's hyper devotion noir it's not really a a, a a visual powerhouse that you should really be worried about those types of things anyway um, but it runs really well it's got plenty of options um, that you can mess with and it's got you know Japanese and English dual audio all that stuff that you expect it's probably one of my favorite games in that series um, just because I love strategy rpgs and it's a good one of those and that it's got like a ton of characters um to choose from like way more characters than the other the other games in the series have like original characters too yeah i recall that yeah it's pretty darn good uh, for for what it's worth so I, I recommend checking out those reviews what i've been spending the most time in this past week only because i didn't review it uh so i only got it when it came out is valkyria chronicles remastered that I've been super excited to play. Um, I did cover that's, the... Came out for the PS4, right? Yeah, the PS4 remastered. Yeah. That specific name is only on the PlayStation 4, but it's just a port of the PC version. Um, the only thing, obviously, is that you don't have resolution options, so that's the only difference. Otherwise, it's got the same... Um, uh, it's the base game remastered, as it says, but it's got all the DLC uh, that was included. It's got trophies... Oh, nice which uh, the original never had, which is a shame since Metagross Solid 4 even got like a trophy patch. But <laughs> I remember that was, the, that was like the one, one of the very few games that like people were like dying for like a trophy patch for way back when. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so like I was playing uh, Remastered, Valkyrie Chronicles Remastered, um, and uh, I was streaming it. And I was mm-hmm. wondering, I was like, what exactly are the trophies? Because I, I don't think, I don't know if it's that if you're broadcasting, it disables the uh, notifications or something. No. Because like I was playing it, and I was like, I haven't, I've yet to see like a trophy pop off yet. And I was thinking, what, what do I do? And do I have to like issue an order? Do I have to like uh, rescue someone who's about to die? Do I have to like uh, defeat this in so many turns? I don't know. It's, I was, it was the first time I was really thinking about it. Um, I played, like I said, I covered the PC version, but I only like played it for maybe a few hours, like four or five hours, just because I beat the original not even that long before then, like maybe a year prior. So I already knew what the game was like. Uh, I had a full um, experience with it. Uh, this was just to see what the differences were with the port. But um, I think the original game still holds up very well. It still looks great. And so playing it on the PlayStation 4 with that nice little bump, along with the ability to do, you know, like share features and broadcasting and trophies and whatnot um, was great. And I had a lot of fun with it. It's a very, very damn good game. Um, yeah, it's fantastic that uh, you know that that spirit of like uh, the original Valkyria is coming back because a lot of people with the share features you were mentioning, like you get you see a lot of like things in social media now with the video feature uh, pictures. I think that's it's awesome that like people are rediscovering this and uh, getting more and more people into it. Uh, it the game totally deserves it. Oh, totally, Absolutely. and like the, the easy way to like share on Twitter and stuff like that. Kyle, you can say something. Oh, I was just going to say, this is like one of my favorite games ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, it always really broke my heart that it, it just got buried back when it came out originally. Yeah. And it just, it did, I think it, it, it did something like it didn't even debut in like the top 100 on the ND, uh, ND, uh, MPDs. And, it was a slow uh, burner. Like it, like it only got uh, steamrolling like once after the fact that like it 
after many months it came out and then only by word of mouth that it gradually began to like grow mm-hmm. after it's launched. And it's like, it it's all really about like the, the context too. It's like, it was at a time when the PlayStation three was still like frowned upon because of the high mm-hmm. price point and like the, the opinion of that system was very sour. Uh, and it's kind of like when people compare like lost odyssey on the Xbox 360. So it's like mm-hmm. when people talk about like a game that kind of was left out to dry and didn't do much. Um, I mean, the good thing, at least, obviously, is that Bakura Chronicles got two sequels uh, uh, to benefit it. But it wasn't obviously on the PlayStation 3. They were both on the PSP. So, like, it was kind of, once again, separating that audience from experiencing those games, especially because um, we never got the third one. So the That was always, that was always a big bummer when it uh, shifted over to the PSP because they had such a beautiful engine on that PS3, the, the canvas engine. And then just seeing that the, the scope of that, like, miniaturized like it, it's still like i still enjoy it too but it's one of those what could have been like if mm-hmm. you kept it on this system because that engine just still wows me to this day yeah I, I don't i've never played two i did buy it it was on sale on psn um this past week like down from like to like five dollars so perfect time especially because i'm sure they timed it with the release of this game to oh, yeah. try to get <laughs> you on there um so but my understanding is that that game had very small maps uh very closed off maps and like it was the characters weren't as interesting as the first one and just the whole experience wasn't that amazing um there was but... a there was a cool mechanic to that that like uh oh. where they like shifted like different maps per stage because you'd have like uh different like areas of uh to work with like you have one team like in say a, a coal mine or a, not a coal mine but a crystal mine and you'd have another one in the front like trying to uh, protect this mine? certain point <laughs> ragnite mine there we go oh, i always okay. forget yeah. Um, so there, it added a, a, like a an additional layer on top of just like one overall battlefield. You had like different areas to manage, even though you're on a portable system. I, yeah. I do enjoy that the the gameplay advances up to while I while the overall plot and the characters feel weaker in the in the first uh, in the second one compared to the first one. I always enjoyed the gameplay adva- advancements that they uh, put up. I think there was like this one like fencer or shielder class. I forgot exact exact name, and then. Like that, it can do like a mind sweep for it, and it, it, they just had, oh. added like really cool classes to I the second know. one that really differentiated it. Yeah, that's the thing is that like I played the third one uh, when they put out the fan translation like a, a few yeah. years ago. Um, that was my Fantastic. first. Yeah, what I did was that I bought the Japanese version. It was on sale on the Japanese PSN for like ten bucks, and so I bought that, uh, and then uh, <laughs> did little fixing on my Vita and then I was able to get that playable and so I, I spent it was like at the time it was the longest time I've ever spent with a single player game not until like Cold Steel last year where I spent like 90 hours with it to review it uh, with the third Valkyrie Chronicles 3 I spent like 60 hours in that game and that was just mm-hmm. not spending too much time in it it was like doing the story quest and the skirmishes that get you experience points um and that was great. It was it, it kind of came at a completely different angle. Like I said, I never played the second one, so it could be the, the way this works too, is that um, in the first one, you uh, go to the barracks and then you just, or uh, the command center anyway, uh, and then you just choose from a list of characters that kind of come in over the course of the game after each chapter and then just recruit them into your squad. In the third one, you have a preset squad um, and characters kind of join in uh, also over the course of the game but it's like one at a time 
Mm-hmm. And it's barely so you mostly have like the set cast to work with, and what that allows is a very much bigger focus on the the plot because it's like you, it's not like in the first one where it's like well you've got like these six or seven characters that you know are always going to be there, but the rest of the squad it's like well they've got their flavor yeah, text. It, 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 it's, yeah. kind of, it's kind of like randomized them when you get those other additional um, uh, squad members. Uh, unlike in the third one where it's like uh, since the area has like a preset like a uh, cast so like it, it really focuses on the bonds between them that it did that really well exactly like not even the anime in Valkyra Chronicles could pull it off that well just because it's like they did put like certain squad members in that anime but it's still like they still had to only really focus on the original plot of the first game so in the third one yeah it was, it was great and uh, bigger maps so they really pushed it uh, the beta excuse me the PSP at the time uh, to its limits in terms of this content that it had, so it was it was amazing the way that they did that. They pulled that off. Um, it looked great. And then uh, the reason I bring this stuff up is that um, what I noticed is that when I popped in the disc for Valkyria Chronicles Remastered, is that just below it there was an option to leave feedback on a survey. And so I open up the website after going through a bunch of pages. It's actually pretty long uh, for what it's worth. At the end, it's like we know why you're here. Please tell us why we should localize the other games and the <laughs> other really, Valkyrie. Wait, cookies. does it actually say why we should localize? Yeah, like you it, it pretty much just says, we this? know that's why you're here. That's like actually one of the, it actually <laughs> says that. I was like, did I'm pretty sure Harden put this in there. Um, and so, because he gets that, I'm sure he gets that crap all the time, PR manager. Um, uh, so it's, it's kind of funny. Um, but you, yeah, you can totally just say, hey, bring over three uh, remaster those two games, put them on PC, like a lot of people want, bring out Azure Revolution, like uh, bring that game over here, uh, at least the demo. I'm sure it's like, why bring just the demo? But uh, so. I, I don't know if I want like the, like the, like the alpha. No, I don't want thing. that. I want the actual, like what they fixed. Uh, <laughs> we'll get in, into like some of that other stuff later. But um, yeah, it's, it's a perfect way to do that. But you know, for anyone on the fence, it's $30. It's an amazing game. It's got a great story, great cast of characters, awesome gameplay. Especially if you can get through. A lot of people have like a, a bad idea of that game just because they only played the demo, and the demo is like super slow and plotting. It's the beginning of the game, and that's like just like any typical RPG. It's got a slow start, but once you get to like being able to recruit squad members and um, up and train your troops and find these new weapons and find these like named uh, soldiers on the battlefield and get like special weapons and stuff like that, it kind of comes onto its own and becomes a much better experience and it goes all the way to the end that way it was a it was a great game um, it's kind of surprising i beat that game like i said i actually streamed it back then too um beating the game that way uh having a kind of a difficult time getting through it but now i seem to be going through these matches pretty uh, pretty well handed uh so i'm kind of excited to see more of it we've already got the first part of that up on the site um, on rpgsite.net I should actually say it's on our youtube.com slash rpgsite.net got the first part of that uh, stream, I got the second part going up very soon it's kind of funny um, I did those two days ended up being like only 15 seconds apart I think is the length of the stream oh, <laughs> so it's like good. a weird coincidence that <laughs> I, I did like around 5 hours with both streams I didn't even find that it's just kind of silly I was like I think I'm done and uh, I was I was I was having some difficult time in that second part. It's kind of a, I was being really impatient. Let's just say, uh, when I was playing in the second part, uh, I had somebody in the chat just saying like, you just said you weren't going to do this. Just did this. 
it's it's uh, it's my own uh idiocy of dealing with um i'll just say it's 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 uh it's kind of funny anyway um you mentioned trophies a little bit the, the yeah. what are some of the trophies in that honestly i don't i mean i'm sure i can look it up right now it's like um I'm just wondering if it's the same as the Steam achievements. It's it's it definitely. I'm sure it's it's got to be this exact same because when you think about it, all they have to do is just copy that stuff over. Um, okay, I can just read out some of this stuff. It's like, um, wow. Okay, these. So I'm just reading these trophies for the very first time. Uh, oh, it's like receiving decorations from the from the queen. So you know, doing very well in combat, getting the best uh, grades uh, while you're fighting. Just some of this stuff is, is it like all decorations? Yeah, I think it's like all of the trophies are related to decorations. It totally is. <laughs> yeah, that I'm just I actually just read through like there's like 21 trophies, man. Anyway, yeah, that's. It's not hard to get a to get a decoration. You just have to like obviously do very well and get through missions without being hurt and all this other stuff. So. um We'll see, but that's that's kind of the idea about that game. So uh, we already have a review up on the site. Aaron uh, was uh, helpful enough to post a review up for Valkyria Chronicles Master that you can check it out. She gave it a nine out of ten. So not surprised. Still a good game. Still a Spoilers. damn good game. Uh, like seven years, eight years later, uh, it's still <laughs> a damn good game. So, Jesus. Yeah, it's been a while, but it's it's it holds up. And hopefully, we can talk about next year. We'll be saying, hey two and three coming to steam soon or whatever so excited to see that <laughs> or god only. damn I, i'd be surprised if they didn't considering how popular that game was and how well it was doing on the charts uh it was like outselling assassin's creed and call of duty at the time it was kind of funny uh <laughs> just like of course you're gonna do it right of course you are it should be a matter of time so that's pretty much been it from what i've been playing um like i said we haven't been playing too many RPGs um, outside of that. So, Kyle, you've been playing. Uh, you, you really spaced this out. Uh, D O O M. What does that stand for? That stands for Doom. Doom. And was, <laughs> that's what it stands for. <laughs> for Doom. That's what it stands for. Nothing. <laughs> nothing beyond that. Oh, okay. uh, it's just Doom in its purest form, and that's what I adore about this game. Because, like, I mean, obviously, you're talking about the newest one, the new Doom. Yeah. Yes, the I mean, new Doom. Doom original mod. Doom is great too. Let's not. Doom yeah. Two yeah, is alright. And the and the mod the mod for the original Doom Brutal Doom is really good. But, anyways, this game I thought for sure like I wanted this game to be good, but um, I haven't been too big on id games for like the last id game I really loved was uh, id software uh, was uh, Quake Three. And that was quite a while ago. Oh yeah, um, their last PC release was like Rage, I think. Yeah, it was before. Rage. Yeah, it was. It's been like it was Rage, and then before that, it was Doom Three, wasn't it? So it's like, yeah, they don't, they haven't been doing much. Well, especially with um, uh, the case of uh, uh, of Rage, like I tried it, but it, I just thought it was it was too weird. It was like really experimental, and and then they were working on Doom Four, this game, for a while, and it. I don't know if you ever saw the canceled footage of that. It looked like it yeah. really, it really did look like a Call of Duty game. It did. I was very worried. All like, oh no. Oh, that's no- right. I remember seeing stuff about that. That was, <laughs> yeah, it was like Call of Duty with D, like Doom monsters. <laughs> it was just the weirdest. Well, it didn't. Thing it didn't. With like it didn't even it, 
iron sights and stuff like that. It was weird. It really didn't even have like demons or anything. It, it didn't. It didn't look like hell. It just looked. It looked like a really generic post-apocalyptic. Oh, it was like, set on the game. Earth, wasn't it? It was set on the on Earth, yeah. not Mars. Oh my gosh. It, it was. It, and it, but rightfully, like Pete Hines uh, from Bethesda said, yeah, we canceled it because it didn't look like Doom at all. <laughs> and uh, but anyways, this new game, I was really kind of like, like I said, I was weary because I'm like. I don't know. I haven't really enjoyed any of their games since Quake Three, and I was at, I just I was didn't at E3 think... last year, and the reaction was mixed. I'll just say, people were like, I don't know about these animations and stuff like that. I so... think it, I think it's been very mixed ever since, uh, even up until the day before launch. Everyone's like, oh, I don't know. It's coming out. Well, dull. yeah, like, I I tried the multiplayer beta, and I was like, eh, this really, yeah, it, it, it wasn't too good. Like, yeah, it's, it's not an it's not a true arena shooter. Like, it's not like a Quake Three or or a equate to something like that uh it's more like uh it's like tries to be that with the speed and the jumping and everything but it's not focused on map control it's got loadouts things like yeah, it's that got but there's not like spawning or anything isn't it's it just, like kind of yeah like isn't like left for dead or something not not so much left for dead like, like can you can play as the monsters themselves that's yeah that's you can thing. yeah you can okay. so there's like power-ups and whatnot and there's and it's like it's i actually was kind of having fun with it now i played it again today um, just to try it again, and I was having more fun this time. But it's definitely like that game that people have wanted, like a, a true arena shooter. You're not going to get that from this. There was actually a really good article or from IGN about how it's like not really what it's advertised as um, in that regard. But the important part, really, for most people was the single player, and I'm happy to say the single player is phenomenal. This is probably the best single player shooter I've played in the past like six years or so. Oh man. Um, it's obviously, obviously it's not like a, a big narrative heavy game. Cause like doom is like a very silly premise in general. Mm-hmm. Like a bunch of scientists open a portal to hell by accident on, on Mars. <laughs> oh my gosh. Except for, except for in this game, it's hilarious. Cause like, it's a little more self-aware. It's like, Oh, it is very self-aware. I should say. Good. Um, that's good. Cause like, the intro scene of this game is fucking amazing. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, uh, the, like the story in this game is like that the, the union aerospace corporation is like, we need to find more, more uh, means of, uh, renewable resources like energy so we're we're siphoning electricity from hell (laughs) as you do i mean like that's got uh, like unlimited resource it's so ridiculous but and they're like oh we accidentally uh let go of the safeguard parameters and now there's just demons running around everywhere but um the gameplay uh is just like it it is doom like it's so fast-paced um it's so fast-paced to the point that I know some people are not, I swear I'm not trying to be like a fanboy or anything when I say this, but it really is a game where I was playing it on PS4 and I was like, this is so hard. Like, I'm, I'm having so much trouble. And normally I don't have problems playing shooters on like a gamepad or anything. Sure, yeah. But it, it was it was really tough because it gets so fast paced. Um, so I ended up getting the, the Steam version and it was, I was having a lot more uh, success there. Oh. But it, it is... It is incredibly fast-paced. Like it's in anyone that was worried about it being too slow, because I remember like the initial reveal. It was like, oh, here's slow chainsaw animation, and here's like, <laughs> can't you like, like speed up more things in that game too? Like you can speed up uh, different aspects kills, of it. Yeah, the, yeah, you can. You actually don't have to do the glory kills at all. Oh, um, I don't cool. think that's. Uh, you can just the reason it it creates this great ebb and flow to combat where. Um, 
if you do an enemy, you hurt an enemy enough to the point where you can do a, a, a glory kill on it, um, they'll spit out more health. So oh, okay, like you, um, do you like like staggered or something like that, and then you can you can siphon health from it. Oh no! Like they they spit out more health. So oh, if you punch cool. their head off, um, and <laughs> is it coming from their it, body? Is it coming from within? Like they've got their own. Like the health is like their body. Like you're yeah, yeah, eating yeah. their like, insides. Yeah, you're just you just you just it just shoots out like a bunch of like blue pills, which are your health. And I don't uh, know if I would I would trust like health boxes coming out of monsters like that. Like just yeah. like, suck it up. Like you okay. take what you can get. Yeah, I yeah. guess. When you deal with something like, I, a porter from hell. They, they, Another thing that they did that I really like is the the chainsaw. Um, if you use the chainsaw, you only have like a limited amount of uses. And um, if you successfully chainsaw an enemy, the tougher the enemy, too. Uh, actually, let me finish that thought. If you chainsaw an enemy, it, it spits out ammo. So if you're totally out of ammo and you want to get more, uh, you, you you can chainsaw the enemies and for some reason a whole bunch of ammo flies out instead of health. It's really funny. Is, is, uh, it, is it like one of those games where it's like uh, uh, ammunition is scarce that you have to like yeah, really conserve that stuff? You have to be smarter about it, but it's not like... I mean, there's been very few instances where I'm like totally out. Oh, but okay. it, it just creates this... I mean, some of the weapons, like the, uh, uh, I don't want to, I don't remember what it's called. I'll just call it the plasma rifle. Um, and uh, it, it's a little more powerful, so uh, ammunition's a little more uh, sparse. But, you know, something like your shotgun, you're always probably going to be good. But what I like is they incentivize the chainsaw in that, uh, in those kills as, well, if you go up and chains, try and chainsaw, like, uh, an imp as opposed to just like one of the possessed which are like the zombies you'll get more because an imp is uh more difficult to kill and like there's more likely it's more likely to kill you but like the end oh my goodness the game is just it's just it's just such a joy to play like it's so goofy (laughs) like it knows how dumb doom is like the like the premise of it and it just goes with it. Like, those glory kills, I thought they would be, like, something I would never do. But I actually end up quite enjoying them. Because, like, when there's one imp, like, running away from you and it keeps hitting you. And you're just like, you little bastard, when I get you, I'm going to literally tear your jaw off. Yeah, um, I, I think that was, like, the concern, I think, coming out of E3 from the people that I was talking to as we, you know, boarded the train to get back to where we needed to be. They were saying, like, oh... There was like repeated animations and stuff like that for the glory kills. And if people who don't know what those are, those are kind of like the the melee executions that you could do. you run up mm. on an enemy and just do whatever, and like in some other shooters and stuff like that. Um, that they thought that it was going to be like the same can animation like over and over and over again. How's like the variety in that stuff? There's lots of it. You Good. you can even do it um, from several angles. So if you stagger an enemy, you can do it from behind or from either side or in front and like there's a different animation for each side. Oh, um, wow. I don't know. Yeah, there, there, yeah, there seems, yeah, there seems to be like a even even like positional. Like if you like aim that melee attack like sometimes towards its legs, I, I noticed that sometimes it would do a a, a different animation because you you were doing it towards its legs. So like sweeping it's gonna... or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It okay. was. It's it's very satisfying though, and like if you're close to like a a ledge, like I remember I did one today that made me laugh, and I I don't remember the name of the enemy. I was just uh, one of the possessed soldiers, and like I grabbed him by the back of the head and like smashed his head against the wall, and his just head blew up. Like it's very it's 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 like the silly kind of violence. Like it is very gory, but it's not like disturbing violence. You know what I mean? No. It's more just like this is goofy. Um, 
It has uh, a, de- a really nice look to it as well. Like the way the game flows, like this, like this nice blur effect to it to make it more vi- like visceral and, and make it flow. Like, uh, like it, you don't really notice it as much as like when you're when you're playing it, like when I'm watching it and stuff. But it just mm-hmm. it has this nice like speed to it, and you feel faster than what it probably it looks like from like maybe a bird's eye view. Yeah, it's it it like I said, the pace is. Uh... Is phenomenal and like when you get to these combat arenas it's not like a, a corridor shooter um mm-hmm. it's not like i like hide behind something um they yeah, uh, like yeah. i said when you when you go finish an enemy in this like they very much want you to go uh up and like beat the crap out of it um they don't want you hiding behind cover because there's no regenerating health um and there's also uh, no reloading yep there's no reloading and they just want you to go 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 like they've successfully modernized the doom formula the original doom formula um in just blended the two i think i shouldn't be surprised because wolfenstein the new order was exceptional yeah yeah wasn't yeah that that was i mean that was obviously like a different team and did it like a different style that was like wasn't that like the starbreeze guys yeah it was the guys that made like the chronicles of riddick yeah yeah those are the guys i I trust the most and so but like it, it was like it's like remnants of what it used to be because you know Carmack left, and you know you've got all, like Romero's obviously not there, so you got like you don't even know what it is anymore. So I'm sure like the expectations were a lot lower for this game than it was like with mm-hmm. Wolfenstein because like I I saw I went to the Bethesda booth at E3 and like when I saw Wolfenstein I was like dude this is like kind of Bioshock style like with the story being the big focus mm-hmm. and stuff because like so I think that was pretty great but I think. But Doom, it seems like like uh, Josh was saying, it's like the fact that they were making people wait until the day of release to get review copies. I'm sure like people were not expecting much out of this at all. But it sounds like you no. are a big fan of it. Oh, I adore this game. It's uh, like something I really love in this game. Like I was mentioning, it's not a corridor shooter, but it's also like it's the levels are so layered. Like, yeah, have you ever seen that that? that mock image that's been on the internet for a while now it's like we're level design and shooters in 1993 mm-hmm. and then level yep. designs and shooters in 2007 that thing <laughs> yeah. and then they took there's a new version that's on gaff that says level design in 1993 and it's super complex multiple layers and hidden paths and then <laughs> fps design in, level design in 2007 and it's just a linear path and oh, then it's gosh. like FPS design in 2016, and it's the same as the 1993 one. <laughs> Just a copy um, paste. They did. They did such an exceptional job. Like I can't believe it. It really did do it. They did it. Um, kind of like a lot of uh, like uh, because does it have like a lot of those secret areas like in the original Doom? Oh like, yeah, they even have uh, like uh, activities that they want you to do. Like go find five secrets in a level, and I like most of the time I can't find one. Like they're really hidden. Oh, cool. Um, they're really well hidden. Nice. And uh, they they incentivize you to like think vertically, not just horizontally. If you know what I mean, like climb yeah, stuff, go ladders, and like yeah. jumping on platforms and stuff like that. Is that the kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Cool, cool. But like, whenever there's like uh, another thing I have to mention, Mick Gordon's soundtrack is so good. Oh, um, nice. Is it like he, a lot of metal? Also, <laughs> it's very metal, but it's a lot of like like electronic music too. Um, but like, whenever you like, like, like this is like the most. Yeah, it's. Well, night. Well, actually, Trent Reznor did the theme for Doom Three. Oh, that's um, right. I forgot about that. You're right. Yeah, he, yeah. So yeah, it they actually remixed the Doom Three theme in this game. <laughs> it's really good. 
But yeah, the Mick Gordon soundtrack is perfect because when it is just playing like these chuggy Meshuga guitars when you're like <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a in a in a combat arena with all, like all these demons flying around, this is like the most metal video game you'll ever play, and it's perfect. Like I love this game. It's like a Guar get, music like, video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it really is. It looks like you're fighting Guar um, and listening to Wilder on stage. Oh man, that's good. But that's real it's, good. It's a. I really recommend even. I really recommend everyone pick this one up. Um, and I did mention I thought it was better with a mouse and keyboard, but you can still play it fine on GamePad. Uh, yeah, the game I hear the performance really... on consoles are like the performance on oh. consoles are is actually quite great. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's uh, I think Digital Foundry said they thought it was the best 60 FPS game that the new consoles have gotten. Wow. Um, like the Xbox One and the PS4. Like it look it looks really really good. Um, did, did you ever uh, try out that Snap Map? feature that was in the game uh, like the modding thing. i did uh i did and it's like one of those things where it's it's kind of like halo forge if you remember oh, that is it like widgets and like uh like yeah choose from like a list of things well, to add it's much more elaborate than that okay. but it because like, i like i played some of the the maps people made people made e1m1 which is the first stage <laughs> from the original game. of and course it, yeah of course and it was pretty fun, but the only thing I will say that kind of disappoints me is um, one of the things that made Doom huge. It feels like every generation has a massive shooter, and at one point, you know, Doom was the the original massive shooter. Like at one point, there was apparently Doom was more installed on PCs at one point than Windows was. The Windows ninety five. That's oh, how big wow. Doom was. Not yeah, bad. that's a not know yeah. that's not. I used to yeah. I used to work for like moddb.com which is like a huge place for mods and that's like doom mods were like there's a ton of them like there was there yeah. was a huge in number yeah well there's one in, in particular for the original doom that came out like cuz like it still gets mods called brutal doom yeah. and it makes that game even better so what's disappointing about this game though is like it doesn't have it like the snap pardon me the snap thing is cool but they really haven't given the community real mod tools, which is unfortunate because oh. this gameplay is so good. I don't know if they're going to add it later. They might. Don't quote Hopefully, me on that. Because like Look Bethesda up. just did the huge thing for Fallout, and so like mm-hmm. Bethesda owns ID, so it's like, or is yeah. it David does anyway? So like, I know there's a guy who put out like a Borderlands style mod for Doom not long ago. So I'd love to see something like that just to bring it back around to RPGs, by the way. <laughs> so yeah, like, exactly. So to see <laughs> yeah, something like, like that. I, I hope they, I mean, I, I hope they had some mod tools, but totally. overall I would say even if you only have a passing interest in shooters, this, like this, like I said, this is the best shooter I've played probably in the past six years. It's so good. Sounds like glad they pulled it off. Totally. I'm really glad they pulled it off. Yeah, it's 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 remarkable. They really, uh, the like I said, the multiplayer is not, not what it could have been. But that's not what it, you're going there for, sounds like. Yeah. And the snap thing isn't as good as a mod, a proper mod tools, but the single player itself is is exceptional, and they knocked it out of the park with that one. Good, glad to hear that. And so, mm-hmm. have you been playing anything else, or has it just been mostly Doom? I mean, that only came out recently, but um, besides that, I I mean, nothing besides Final Fantasy fourteen, and nothing really to report there. It's just like I kind of just like play one game because like I play one game, and then I just like keep playing until i'm completely done i'm like totally exhausted and then i go and do another so like once i finish doom uh, by that time it'll probably be time for star ocean uh so that'll probably be my next game that's like a month from now i should you know like that's like five no, weeks he's, he's, now. Go, he's, he's doing like 300 hours in doom 
Oh, yeah, exactly. I've got three hundred. <laughs> I've told. I've got to play on the highest difficulty. Um, oh, is that the one like you can only take like oh like one uh, kill? It's like one hit? kill, right? Like, is that I heard? Yeah, that too. I, th I think I think it's something like that. So and then like, and then, like if you, it's like a hardcore mode, like if you die to like delete your save file, it's kind of like so it's kind of like a roguelike in that sense. I think that's yeah, like the highest. Your save file wasn't like Steel Battalion or something like that, where you like died and you lost everything. Yeah, if you didn't eject from Steel Battalion, you were fucked. Wow, that, that sounds weird. awful. Or was it? Yeah, still it didn't Diablo three do that as not delete save? Yeah, like, the hardcore mode. Yeah, it, was, hard, yeah. it did delete your save. Thankfully, as far as just it like, deleted oh. your character. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's okay. That's just obviously just as bad. Then wow. Okay, mm -hmm. I can never do that stuff. That would be too much of a heartbreak. I know. Same here. It's like no yeah, thanks. I get sad. I get sad scummy. when Val. I get sad when Valkyria Chronicles characters die. So totally, I have to uh, like reload my save if I see him even like fall in battle. I'm like, nope. Well, at least like, emblem. yeah. After 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 playing Doom, though, I do think that uh, something like a Star Ocean does need a character like the Doom guy just in the background, okay. just like a totally like a person in a suit, like with a helmet and get yeah, and like talk. he does. Like like Persona Five, like the the last member of the cast is just the Doom guy. Just the Doom guy. He's just like, He's a... so like whenever they're they're running and you know trying to be like you know covert thieves and like you know it's all stylish and there's just the Doom guy. Just, no, he's, uh, he's the last boss. Oh, he's the I'm deity so... that you fight and kill. Oh, oh yeah, the Doom guy is the last boss. He's the last boss. He's got a gun. He's got a gun. You know, he's just got guns and he just shoots you in a turn-based RPG. Oh my yeah, god. Actually, I'm surprised no one's made like a turn-based like shooter kind of thing. You know, like you just use guns and you have to like choose from a menu and just shoot people. I guess that's kind the of like um, uh, what was that game that came out uh, not long ago? It was from the same people. Uh, man, I'm forgetting um, what the name. It was the Xbox 360 game that came out in PS3. It was the shoot like there's two characters jumping around shooting guns all over the place. I forget what it's called though. I'm gonna look this up. Uh, yeah. So with the sounds, with the dude the dude guy like because in every like SMT game every final boss has like an ultimate attack that you have to prepare for. I mean this is not every RPG ever. So like with the Doom guys just be he pulls out the BFG. Yes. Resonance of Fate. That was it. On every SMT game now, I just have that featuring Doom guy from the Doom series. <laughs> I, I was I was thinking Resonance of Fate. That was the game I was thinking about. Oh right. Okay. That was, yeah. Yeah. Just shooting people up. That was man. They need to make another one of those. That would make more sense too, because you know SMT is all about the occult and devils and whatnot. So like somehow they open a portal and let the Doom guy out. Oh my gosh. Anyways, That's... anyways, I've run this joke into the ground. West but... into Eastern, <laughs> East meets West. All right. So uh, then Doom, as you said, Doom all the way up into Star Ocean. So. That's awesome. Thanks a lot for sharing us more about Doom. Um, just interesting to hear about other genres on this podcast too. You know, it's like that's not all we all we play here. Just RPGs. Uh, we're more than mm -hmm. that. And so, then let's talk only about RPGs with Josh. Josh, what RPGs have you been playing? Oh, you know the hottest RPGs like Overwatch and Uncharted Four. Hot RPGs. I spent um, a lot of time with that Overwatch beta. That game is yeah, cool. it's awesome. I'm seriously excited for when it launches. Uh, hey, you, you the, can level up in Overwatch. Okay, you can level the, up and unlock. And get uh, that sweet loot box. Yeah, loot boxes. <laughs> so it's got RPG mechanics. So we're okay to talk about uh, Overwatch is basically Blizzard's uh, foray into the first-person shooter genre. It 
is basically it's a it's a weird thing how this came along because if you remember way back when uh, Blizzard had this Project Titan uh, mm -hmm. thing, it was supposed to be a new MMO, supposed to be kind of like the the successor to WoW and whatnot, and that and for some reason that whole uh, project got scrapped. But like the the FPS part of it, yeah, yeah the, the PvP part, part of it that that retained it, they retained that and turned that into Overwatch. Wow, I didn't so even had know that was scared. history. Wow. Yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, um, that that Titan game had a lot of hype for a long time, oh, and they basically just said that they could never get it to quite work, or how, like they, yeah, they couldn't figure out how to get it to work. That is StarCraft Ghost, you know, just like they could not know they didn't know what they do with shooters and stealth games. That's, but now uh, they're about to release like the biggest shooter release ever. So. Oh, that's uh, I'm surprised. <laughs> I, there's a huge amount of excitement around this game. Um, yeah, for good reason. It, it's 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 really it's really weird because that I've never well not never but it's been a while since I've seen such a, there's the pre-launch reception of a game be so unified positively. Like a lot of it's people Blizzard, like so anyone's really played sense. that. Yeah, they <laughs> so. played this. Like there's been a lot of like you know just positive good feelings about it. Uh, the the way this game is designed, it's uh, very reminiscent of Team Fortress Two. You have um, you know it's very much like yeah. So you have like you know escorting like this payload to an objective, uh, holding these points, etc. And then you have uh, character classes in it. Uh, I think right now there's like 21 characters out of the gate, and they all fulfill uh, specific roles. You have offense, defense, support, and the healers. I think that's uh, healers, were healers man. and support separate. I forgot. They are. I mean, you've uh, got uh, there's two different there's like two different kinds of healers. There's one like Mercy that uh, straight up heals characters, and you've got the other one, which I'm blanking on her name right now. Uh, she yeah. only just like increases the buffs up the character with like attack and de uh, and stuff like that. So yeah, Mercy had like a gun for like the healing and the attack up, and then you have Lucio, who's like a kind of like a uh, a DJ type character. Yeah, who, like uh, goes around like a megaphone. He's got like headphones and, on. Just they know. What yeah, like. and he and he has like uh, different phases of like yeah. Oh, if it's you're around down. him. Oh, that's that's all. I yeah, he, yeah, you he remember like what they stances. say on the special abilities more than oh, the characters my God. sometimes. You're so good. So Lucio, for example, has different stances. You have like a speed boost uh, stance and a healing stance. And then just being around him uh, during those stances, either you get a speed boost up in your mobility or um, or get heal healing up. The, uh, each character in the game has like ultimates uh, like in uh, MOBAs. And uh, you gain those by, you know, doing well in combat, hitting or uh, doing your role, like healing, etc. And just the, the systems around this game are just generally very uh user friendly that it's so every mechanic in this game is very like supportive of you it's like it doesn't even it doesn't even show you like your death count in the match there's, there's like no like kd focus you can look it, it up it's like on the but it's it's not in your face like when you die you don't see it uh you have to kind of like look for it so that that helps like you don't have to yeah, think about yeah, that think, stuff you have to put, like or accounted for something right yeah 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 so it's not like in your face in the middle of combat. You have to. You don't have to worry about that aspect. You just have to worry about you know doing your job essentially. And they'll if you do exceptionally well at the end of the match, like they'll pull up like four to five uh, like cards uh, Metals, for both yeah. teams to look at. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, card, shows... yeah. Cards. Oh yeah. You're right. Like the obviously to see like this is this person did exceptionally well. Yeah. Sorry. I yeah. And you, ahead of you. you can like go do like a little thumbs up on them oh and, and the play uh, of the so game you, can't forget uh, about the play of the game oh the play of the game and yeah, yeah after every match ends there's a, a play of the game snippet that everyone watches and basically show, shows through some mechanical calculation in the in the game engine Mostly like saying that like once, yeah it seems like yeah 
It, it seems like kills. I'm not sure exactly if it's only kills, though. It seems yeah, like it's, it's like the it's, way it's, they, they built it. It seems like it's geared more towards that. But I, I, I think that there's, yeah, there's been times where it's like, at least I've not yet seen it where it's like this person threw up enough shields or healed enough people. It's been mostly like this is a small snippet where the person pulled their ultimate and just killed like five people or the whole team. Yeah, I, I, yeah you're right. I've never seen one where like it highlighted Mercy because yeah, she resurrected the a, whole team. That's a shame though. We would yeah. want that, but you know, maybe I'd later. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, I've been playing... I've been kind of messing around for the whole cast, but I think the ones that I really like so far are Soldier 76. Uh, the Call Get... of Duty character, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Call of... the... He's so straightforward, but it's so funny because his ultimate is basically, for a limited amount of time, he has he has aim hacks. He, he's, yep. His gun automatically... Anything uh, within automatically, the sights uh... of his gun, it's like... Or yep. in the, cur- the, the, um, the medical is the reticule, just... Yeah. Yeah. It's expanded, and anyone within that zone, his gun will automatically fire them. You don't have to. You can just let let go of the, the like. You don't have to aim during that. No, you just, as long as you've got like a full view of say like the capture point, you're good. That's mm-hmm. that's awesome. Any, and, anybody else? Uh, Genji. Man, uh, basically, I cannot uh, control Genji at all. He's too fast. I love, he's like a basically a cyber ninja character. His yeah. uh, special mobility tool is to he can double jump and run up walls. He's so sh- uh, shuriken. Like that's and yeah, you have to be shuriken. really like you have to have really good aim. And I'll be, uh, you're playing on a PC. I was playing a controller. That's probably why part of that. But still, yeah. But uh, the, I hear it, it forms on consoles as well. Like, uh, oh, it's great. I, I, I was, I played the whole bait. I spent a lot of time, and it was really hard because, like, I would start the game, and this was like in the middle of me reviewing Megatag Mention, and so like, or at least I had the game uh, with me. But I would say I'm just gonna play like a match or two. But the game oh, is like no. you can get through a game like in like maybe a few minutes, uh, so like yeah. you're already like saying like. Okay, two hours later, uh-huh. three hours, four yep. hours later, five hours yep, later. I, I, I'm scared because like it comes out for, at the time of this recording. It's like Saturday. It comes out uh, on us for the West Coast people. Monday it's gonna night. be like uh, Monday night. Yeah. Oh, the, I think it's like, it's it's gonna come out, but then like the multiplayer servers don't switch on until like later. But it's. Yeah. I think it turns on like at four p.m. our time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then never mind. But that's that's because obviously they want uh, to get in the uh, the European crowd too. But man, that's boy um like yeah. me personally like the characters i was playing a lot of was like was winston for one uh the oh, gorilla character is... just because all he has like a one a move where it's like he throws up a shield and any uh projectiles get blocked from it and so that can be really helpful especially when you're trying to capture a point you can just run up there um chaser sometimes uh kind of hard to control at times just because she's dashing over the place but she's super weak um uh was it Torbjorn? Oh yeah, Tracer's, Tracer's mechanic is really cool for yeah, people yeah. who don't know. Like, uh, she, she can teleport up to three times, and those uh, the recharge on uh, uses. And then she also has like a rewind ability. So basically, um, say you're running low on health, and so you activate this rewind ability, and you basically go back in time a few seconds from like your previous state, so you can, you can have like uh, basically a heal because uh, you were at higher health. Like say ten, like five to ten seconds ago, and, and yeah, so like it, it, a few seconds can mean a lot in that game too. Oh yeah, because it's, yes. so, it's obviously breakneck speed at all times. Um, yeah, a uh, Torbjorn, I think, is with, with this turret uh, can be very useful when you're defending. I think that was like another yes. big character that I, I use quite a bit. Uh, Reaper <laughs> with dual shotguns. <laughs> Reaper's so funny. He's such a bizarre character. Like you've got to be really good, and he's got like a special. His ultimate is that he jumps as long as you like space yourself just right you can jump into a group of enemies and just start spinning around shooting your 
both your guns uh, with a heightened, like, uh, with a boosted strength with it. Um, but you're still vulnerable, so you have to be super careful. And Mercy at times was good, too. Just being a healer was nice. And uh, a lot of people appreciate the healers. Um, I'm trying to remember, For like, sure. who else... Like, like Josh, like you were saying, like, there's a lot of classes. And this well, is... From a guy who never yeah. li- really liked Team Fortress 2 that much, who didn't get into it, this game is, like, totally for... A totally different thing for for that yeah it definitely has a, it, the way it presents itself is so playful but and yet like even like the most like distant like kind of cl- cliche character designs like reaper for example is like like a black outfit with a black hood with a skull mask <laughs> you know and that is like his like his ultimate quote is like die 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 you know? oh like, yeah like, die die like it's hot but it's so but it's so cheesy you can you know? just think of like what they say it, you can just like think of like what they each character says like it's high and you're like oh jeez oh yeah see walls. <laughs> just, like, like, yeah was... it's very memorable like the character design of this game is amazing yeah totally. because they, D- diva's great like, uh, like just like having a mech and... symmetra diva's um, great because yeah, like Aaron. you're a little girl who's inside a, a mech who runs around and it, the mech can blow up but you can jump out and still like wait until the ultimate gets up and then summon another mech but then you also have ability to like you can dash forward with the mech and if you time it right you can jump out of it and then have that mech blow up and kill a bunch of people and so it's all it's yeah, it's pretty th- great bastion is a, a pain in the ass too, by the way there are a lot of like amazing moments that because what this game does it's the it's not necessarily like it doesn't do anything necessarily new but like the the amalgamation of like abilities and how they affect other abilities uh this Teamwork. hasn't really been seen that much like say for example you if you uh uh familiar with dota you have uh, this character that like, can hook people to you uh, so in, in overwatch you have the same uh you know this character that has a hook that you know can hook over to you and i saw this highlight of like a diva who activated her ult and she jumped out of her mech right as the the hook was coming to her. So that dude now has an exploding exploding self destruct mech that he hooked because the, the diva times are right. It's like it's like that's, that's amazing. I've seen that too with like mercy characters, like two mercy characters that run around. Like a person um, was trying to get away from being killed and had accidentally like fell over the side of the of of the map, but the mercy the other one came over and was able to like grab her, pull her up over the ledge oh and gosh. keep her safe so yeah it's it's a lot about uh, a lot of the teamwork and like i said it's the matches are over so quickly so it's like you you can just spend a little bit of time every morning or night or whatever uh before you go to work or whatever and just play this game and it's a lot of fun that's for sure yeah uh, so i've spent a lot of hours on that open beta and probably gonna spend a lot more hours in the coming days yeah man. Uh, with this game there's been rumors so about like more heroes being announced i, I don't know it's 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 that's it's worth checking. Oh, it's, out. it's a blizz, it's a blizzard game. You're gonna support it for years. Oh, totally. They, they they said like, was it that the origin pack and all that stuff? It's like it's got its own exclusive DLC, but all future content's gonna be free. So like, I... that's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Considering how oh. like like a, a company as big as Blizzard, uh, who's with Activision, is not gonna try to like shortchange you and uh, yeah. nickel and dime you to death uh, with content. So. I'm happy to hear that. Bet, so sorry. I bet, I bet you they'll release an expansion or something. Uh, it's Blizzard. They, expansion, they, but it's like a console game too. I mean, well, I guess that doesn't mean anything nowadays. But like, yeah, I don't know. I think I, think I, I bet, said like how I thought, the said like how Hearthstone expansions are released. That's what I'm thinking. Well, like yeah, like I, I, I think there like the the expansions will still be 
Korea. I'm not, I'm not sure how you monetize this. Like, oh, I think you monetize it because I think you can pay for currency to like buy loot boxes. And yeah, it. you can buy loot boxes. That's for sure. Oh. But like, I all had the loot a, boxes are like uh, yeah. are just uh, uh, aesthetic though, like different new skins or color uh, schemes new, for characters. New paints, like new uh, spray sprays that you yeah, can get. Yeah, his new like they definitely. New, like, they definitely have created something special in that it's kind of like. Um, I mean, the other popular shooters out there are like kind of CS:GO and yeah. Destiny and Call so of Duty, and like even then. Yeah. the the games are. This game is kind of like it's more welcoming to like people that don't play shooters a lot. Yeah, um, totally. I think I, that's definitely. one of the reasons why, because like it has. I mean, TF2 was like that too, where like if you you could play the medic if you wanted to try something, or the engineer, something a little more passive, not full on. Uh, you know, something like CS:GO is like the absolute polar opposite of uh, of accessible or welcoming. CS:GO um, is so good, though. <laughs> just oh, it's amazing! It's I love game. CS:GO. I love C- but, like uh, Counter Strike is like my one of my favorite games of all time. But yeah, it's it's, oh, it's same, definitely same here. definitely got that same kind to, of appeal too. Oh yeah, totally. I, I used to play CS 1.6 in Cal yeah. League back in the day. 1.5. Um, that was my that was my jam. But the I used dust. to know. <laughs> I used to know. I played back when there was 1.3, and you could bunny hop. Um, yeah, I did that too. I, was, I I played like the beta for that game, and you could bunny hop all over the damn place. Like it was so broken. Yeah, yeah. But um, what I like about this though is because I haven't played it yet, but um, I do like that it, it's you know filling that that because see because TF2 came out almost ten years ago now. Uh, yeah. Ten years ago next year, which is crazy to that think. Was, like, was that was that bundled with? Like Orange Box. The Orange Box. That yeah, was, it was a yeah. crazy thing at the time. Like Orange Box. Like yeah. Yeah, Portal and Team Fortress and Half-Life 2. Oh my gosh. Mm. And, and Episode 1, I, I think, think, was also with it. That was... I think at the time, TF2 never quite took off. Uh, well, it's really popular, but it never took off the way something like this did because yeah, free to play um, now. It, on consoles, like it, that game was just... Valve couldn't patch it. Um, but... What I, but it's really cool to see that everyone's really, really excited for a shooter like this, and yeah, oh, all the character designs are yeah. incredible. And yeah, they, 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 Blizzard. It's this is Blizzard's first totally new IP since StarCraft One. That's, that's I amazing. Think that's a... I think it's. Yeah. I wanted to point out though is that the distinction to make is that this is a retail price game. Like it's it's buy to play, and so it's not like Hearthstone where it's like free to play, and then you get like mm-hmm. card stuff. It's yeah. like you have you buy the game, and then the idea of having future content being free is not that radical anymore. Like World of Warcraft is basically free to play at this point. Um, so it's like, I can see this one being a little bit easier on people's wallets, especially after they buy it the first time. But Josh, you're going to say something. I lost my thought. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Overwatch. Yeah. A great game. It's got a ton of yeah. fan art. As you can oh, yeah. Uh, some great I'm, looking I'm, I'm fan art too. A, yeah. I'm already in a ton of groups that are just ready to go. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's it's yeah, it, just a couple it, it, more days. I, I love it because it, it brings communities together. It really brings people together, like in, in a great way. It's, like it's I, I, I probably, re- reconnecting with people that I haven't talked to, spoken to in a while, and yeah, meeting their friends to, through it. And it's just it, it's it's a great social gathering type of game. Totally, totally. And it bums me out that there's no cross-platform play, so I, I can't play know. with you guys. I can I can only stick. I guess it's better because it's like I'm playing on a gamepad, you're on a PC, so using a mouse and keyboard versus a controller can be sometimes uneven. Uh, but that means I've only got a few people that I can play with on the PlayStation 4. Still want to pick it up though. Definitely want to yeah. pick it up. Um. So yeah. Um. That's so that's Overwatch. Uh, I was best playing. RPG. Uh, Uncharted 4 um, was, 
I, I played through the single player campaign. I, I finished that. It's a, it's much like Doom in the sense that like you're not really there for the multiplayer, you're there for the single player. I, I did mm-hmm. a little bit of uh, multiplayer, and I was like you know standard Uncharted uh, affair. Uh, I did. I totally forgot about this uh, before it came out, but. Uh, the single player runs at 30 FPS, and then the multiplayer ran at uh, 60 FPS. And I was like, whoa. Like, when I first jumped into the multiplayer, I'm like, oh, that's right. It runs at 60. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it doesn't really affect the single player that much. Like, I'm not really a big uh, frame rate guy on, on that. On that, And I do wish that the uh, single player did run at that frame rate, but I can understand why it doesn't. Because that, that game is incredible. Like, oh yeah, it's fan so beautiful. Fantastic. It's so beautiful. They, they, they are Naughty Dog once again, like pushing the console to its limits. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a wonderful game. I don't. I it's not my favorite Uncharted. I don't think it is because I think uh, the the second one uh, left a bigger impression on me at the time. Oh yeah. Uh, but the way they uh, constructed this game is so like I don't know how the hell they did it, and what. Like the stuff that happens, like to the environments of that game and how it all holds up together and the flow, like the cinematic flow to it. Like it's hard to even distinguish like where the cutscenes begin and where the gameplay like starts because it's 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 such a seamless transition once you get in. So, and then there'll be at times uh, where there'll be scenes playing and like there'll be like a like a QTE prompt which will go to like gameplay, and like you can just never really hold the com- controller down. Because you don't know when the gameplay is actually going to start up. It could start up at any time during a scene. Um, yeah, that game. I, that game. Uh, it it reminds me really that like Naughty Dog is right up there with like you know someone like Bioware in terms of like writing dialogue. Like I could just listen yeah, to those yeah. characters talk forever. And yeah, uh, at, with right. yeah, it's so good. Like one thing I I have to bring this up. I'm not going to spoil it, but like, did you really love? There's one moment in this, and this isn't, I thought this game, uh, I liked it, but it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't my favorite Uncharted or anything like that either, but there was one moment in the third chapter that was like one of the greatest moments in any video game ever, um, like no exaggeration, like uh-huh. do you know what I'm talking about? The, do you know the, what, give, me, you know, give me a little bit of a hint, because I, I think I know, but I'm, I just have to confirm. Just give me. Uh, oh, geez, there's no way I can like spoil it. Um, let me think here. Is it? Mm. Is it only the third chapter? It's is when it? Elena and Drake. Yes. Are, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. know what I'm talking about. Okay. That, that, <laughs> I that, love that, that moment. Yeah. That's uh, that was. Wow. I I had no idea beforehand. I'm sure people knew, but it just. But it's like whoa, huh? Yeah. I couldn't that believe was a really it. nice touch. That was a that really brought, nice touch. That brought such a grin, grin, uh, grin to my face. Um, yeah. It was, it was amazing. Just the... I, can't, I can't spoil it. Sorry, that was really yeah. vague, but I can't spoil yeah. it. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Play until chapter I three and then stop playing the game is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in, in this game, it feels a lot more... The, the tale in this is a lot feels a lot more personal. I, I really cared more about the story here than any, like... In my recent rate, like any of the previous Uncharted games. It Because, uh, you know, Amy Hennig, uh, you know, quit Naughty Dog in the middle of develop, development of this one. So uh, The Last of Us director took over and you know it's it's, yeah yeah, i forgot i forgot the name um i definitely it definitely borrows a lot of ideas and you know mechanics from last of us but i really enjoyed uh those moments and versus there's downtime in between gunfights because and and it felt like in this game there's less gunfights than in any of the previous installments but the downtime between them felt a lot more meaningful which led to more of those fights being more meaningful um 
so there's a lot of uh, banter. The, the the premise of this game is basically uh, Nathan Drake uh, uh, meets up uh, with his long lost brother Sam Drake. You know, he he was presumed dead, but it gets a lot to it does a lot of um, uh, character building for uh, Sam Drake because he's never been in the series before, and uh, Drake's never or Nathan's never mentioned him. So it does a lot of a justification of why he never brought him up, and it, I think it works well. It does it in a way that doesn't feel tacked on. It feels uh, it feels a lot really natural by the way to present it, and then once oh, the yeah. and so as a consequence, the the first uh, few chapters of the game feel slow because they're trying to develop this character. But once it gets going, it get really gets going. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, uh, the story is way better this time than any of the other ones. Um, they definitely, it, I it's it almost feels like a like another attempt at what three was trying to do. It's like. Why is Drake doing what he does? Like, right. at, and at what cost is this treasure hunting doing to him? Like, why is he trying to do this? And it was a lot better than three. Yeah, if you, it, it feels a lot lengthier too. Like, I finished that game like around at around sixteen hours. I was really surprised at my final playtime for that. Oh yeah, it's player. it's it's pretty long. That's actually one of the things I didn't like about it. Yeah, same here. Like, if I were to list like a, like some cons about it, it's like there there, there feels like a lot of like segments that kind of like kind of just it kind of pads it out a little bit oh yeah it's it feels like like there's there's a few too many times where you're you're hanging on something and then it breaks like floor gives out that kind of stuff it's like after a while it's like okay i get it yeah so and then it it also falls at that uh last of us consequence or like the the puzzle solving where it was like probably like 80 percent of the puzzles there were just they find this box and then oh yeah that was here. that was honestly terrible it's like push <laughs> box with rollers into place to climb it's like that's something like Natty Dog is I think it's because like in the first three Uncharted like they, they try to fix this in The Last of Us but the first three Uncharted are just like shoot and like mm-hmm. climb a little and that's about it you said like move puzzle, box like... it's in like Last of Us it sounds like a Last of Us kind of thing is well, it the, like the, the same director is... The boxes in this though, they have wheels on them, and I'm, half the time, I'm, and so like you have to move the wheel box and like Aren't push they, like, it into the spot. and stuff like that. Like, how do they find? Yeah, exactly. Boxes? It's yeah. it's really ridiculous because it's like, oh, where right. the hell? Like you'll be like you're like you're like in the middle of a cave, and then like you you climb up, and all of a sudden, hey, there's a box of wheels. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like... the, the puzzles, the puzzles are the best part. Yeah, the uh, that's like what Naughty Dogs like. I think that they need definitely need to work on variety in their gameplay and yeah, I think I'm talking about since Crash Bandicoot, they had boxes in there. <laughs> they had to jump on boxes. <laughs> hey, imagine remember in Crash, you had to push that box to climb up, and then you did jump on boxes. <laughs> so that's, that's something's been consistent throughout the entirety of their like lineage. Oh my gosh. If, like, if, if only there were like crates in Uncharted where uh, Drake could just bounce off those crates, boing, a, a and, like, and he spins around, yes. like in like a whirlwind kind of like a tornado kind of thing. Yes, just makes that yeah, sound. It's amazing how long that studio has been around. Oh um, my gosh, they've been around because that was one of Sony's first internal teams, I think. Yeah, it's like that's like thirty years old, obviously, right now. Oh like, yeah, that's, geez. I don't know how many came people... out like in '94, right? So there's actually people from that era still at Naughty Dog too I that worked know. on this game. Gosh, you think that only happens like in Japan? <laughs> people sticking with yeah. the Steam Studio that long. Talk about job security, boy. Yeah, but yeah, Uncharted Four. Um, I, I could go on and on about it, but I mean, th- just in general, I had a uh, 
while it had its faults, it's still a very good time. I did like that the there's a, a new like like optional stealth element to it, and the grappling hook mechanic is has been was really fun uh, throughout it all. Uh, just had a good time. Um, other than that, I've just uh, I can't talk about it in too, too detail, but I can I've been playing through Odin Spear Lathrus here, and oh, I'll talk about remake. that next podcast. Yep. Cool. Great, and yeah, it's can't wait to hear it. Sounds like. <laughs> I'm also excited to hear about it too. Um, so yeah, Odin Sphere Left Laser uh, to be out soon. But yeah, um, man, there's a lot of games coming RPGs. out in the, next, geez, in the next month. Yeah, we'll actually have RPG, more RPGs to talk about with what we're playing. Uh, I think everyone's got something to, to play, uh, except for Kyle's going to be playing more Doom apparently for another month and a half. Uh, yep. <laughs> keep doing. Doom is doing. the best RPG. Doom is the best RPG. It's got an RPG. You mentioned. Like I said, like if if Doom Guy was in like like a Persona game, you could finally romance the Doom Guy. So I think that he should oh, be a Persona Five. The Doom Guy, the Doom oh, Guy, the Do- uh, and then he collect all those dolls as well. Yeah. <laughs> his level, his like level, his midway uh, social link is just finding key cards for him. Oh. Yeah, oh, he, you go to the you go to the Valentine's Day. It's just Doom Guy with his helmet on in a kimono. Oh, okay, okay sign me up. Yeah. I want to see him like walking around an urban area with a bunch of other like people walking around like staring at him in his suit. And these high high school like anime characters, and then there's just this like really buff space marine. I, I'm only no, just the helmet. He's wearing like a tank top and shorts underneath, and like flip flops. Just it's just the helmet. That's all he's got. Oh, well, maybe he has a chainsaw a or chainsaw. a BFG. No, just a giant chainsaw tattoo on his chest, just to keep it like okay. a little teen okay. urban kind of thing. God. So, so he's Brock Lesnar then? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. For the sword, it's a chainsaw, so it's it doesn't. Hopefully, it doesn't look as bad uh, as, as, as Brock Lesnar's. So, that's it for that's for for games for this this podcast. Uh, let's move it on to news. A lot of stuff to talk. A lot of stuff to talk about uh, in this edition. Uh, we're just gonna get through some of these big stories uh, before we move into basically the the whole theme of this podcast uh, that we'll be discussing at the very tail end of this. But let's get into um, some of the other news that came out. A lot of this kind of hitting recently. Uh, the first big story is that Neo, uh, which had its alpha up until the beginning of this month. Um, it seems like what Koei Tecmo did is that they really did take that advice to heart, the feedback that they were getting from the fans uh, and anyone, of course, playing that alpha, and decided to make some dramatic changes. Uh, Josh, you made a post about this, but yeah, it's. I mean, we got footage up on the on on our YouTube of what that game used to be, but it seems like they're going to be changing a lot about what that game is. Yeah, um, it's not so much like they're they're changing what the actual content is and what the the general game is, but they're no. like systems, like a, they're, they're overhauling systems essentially. But they're not, but they're, they're not like say gonna turn it into like a visual novel now. It's still a, a no, RPG. no, thank God. Okay, let's keep. <laughs> uh, it already was a pretty damn cool game, so I don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I guess it's actually no. It's, it's actually kind of make it less of a Dark Souls game. Actually, it's it's a little bit less of that now, considering. A little bit. So the, one of the most significant changes, just to get out of the way, is they're basically removing durability from weapons and armor in that game. And a lot of people who played the alpha demo did you know, explain frustration. And, you know, on like that, their weapons broke really fast because the more you uh, block with that weapon, the more you use that weapon, durability was going down. Totally. 
I mean, uh, and you, were, you didn't have to shield in, yeah. like in uh, Souls games. You know, you were using your your weapon as your main source of like uh, blocking and parrying. Absolutely, that so that was that was the, that was the kind of it's kind of crazy because I was hearing it from both sides. Uh, people that really liked like being told, okay, you need to switch weapons now because you. I need, liked it too. Yeah, it's. It, it was kind of interesting just because like you cannot focus on this too much but you were picking up so many weapons in that even in that alpha that it never really became an issue and a lot of them like of the same strength um but you also this is not the full game uh so you're playing an alpha where a lot of those systems aren't in place so who knows when you actually get to the full game uh what kind of effect that would have is that if you have durability especially on weapons that you maybe crafted and modified and stuff like that that probably could have a much bigger impact definitely two levels like it's uh it was very like weapons felt very expendable they were they were on a limited time lifespan unlike in the you know souls games where like you were very attached to your weapon because you're upgrading that you weren't gonna get like like the multiples of the same weapon um well in the the neo alpha you know it was very much shifting through weapons constantly because things were breaking left and right. So you might go to a new weapon type or you might just go to a, a duplicate one that you picked up like, you know, two or three times already. Totally. So I could see why, why why they took that out because if you think about it, like if that translates to a full game, you'll have like hundreds of like of the same weapon in your inventory to make sure that you never ran out of durability or you'll never find yourself without a weapon. <laughs> Use. I guess that makes sense. Now you'll be like selling a lot of your weapons anyway, or, or like what you can do is actually um, use them to uh, give to the the shrine, and then you earn. I forget. I'm already forgetting. I keep calling them souls. Um, but um, Rita. Rita. I yeah. Think? The you're earning that stuff uh, to level your character up. So the fact that you don't have to keep hold on to them for so long, I guess that's that's pretty cool. But it kind of makes it seem like you'd. It's, it'd be a lot easier time and that's kind of what the whole um idea is with all these other changes it seems to just be making things easier for the player so it's got yeah. like one thing like one of the other things is that uh they expanded the game's tutorial to kind of ease the player into it which i'm kind of mixed about myself it's like well the part of the fun is kind of learning your way through a game instead of yeah, being told what to I, do. I really like that i really like that trial and error at the very beginning of that alpha oh, totally that's that was that was kind of exciting because uh, like you just went up to an enemy. He's like, "Okay, he's gonna kill me right away." Oh, yeah, he's totally gonna kill me right away. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't know what I these think, monsters are. Yeah. Personally, I feel like uh, taking out Durable is a bit uh, too radical of a change. I feel like if you just kind of tone it down on the the rate of the like the durability of of weapons, tone it down on like how fast they decayed. It's just. Just how you can get more use out of them instead of the completely eliminating that system. Because now, uh, what they'd have to do is to bounce it around that. You'll get less weapon pickups on that. You'd have to, or else if you if you kept it the way it is, that it's kind of meaningless. You'd kind of have like hundreds of weapons duplicates, even though you have the original one in your inventory already. So why would you have it? Yeah, I multiple mean, times. Ex- exactly. It's it's there's no point to it. I mean, just my issues with the game kind of went away a lot of, like some of the bigger issues i had kind of went away once you leveled up like it's talking about people calling the beginning of the game as um unreasonable or unfair once you skilled up in that game and got the better weapons and armor that became really easy like um, for me anyway i was like i i never really had a problem with any of the encounters after that point like the only issues i had were the big bosses the big mission bosses that you had to face other than that though it was like it's like people playing this game 
I don't know if they were expecting like an Onimusha or something. Like <laughs> even Onimusha had its challenging spots at times, of course. But like my own experience with that was like the first and third one, so I don't know too much about that. But it's it, it's just like going through this these list of things. Like okay, you have a training field to learn how to uh, understand the basic controls. I do appreciate that they've expanded the like they improved the camera behavior. Uh, it was kind of annoying with the lock on mechanic. It's like you have to hold the button to lock on and tap it to release it, and so a lot of the times you just kind of lose your uh, your lock on ability. Um, or at least it wouldn't work that well. It's like it it was kind of finicky, uh, kind of yeah. Especially mostly. especially if there's like an uh, if there was an object that obscured your view to them, yeah, it would immediately or more than one enemy at times. It was like that that was that was kind of the big thing. It's like. Um, I mean, kind of just kind of going over some of this other stuff, like add shortcuts. Um, a lot I'm of kind of. Uh, I wonder how they're gonna like uh, refine that like little fatigue that just set in after your your key, I believe, that like, your stamina. Well, like, that's was the thing. Like when your stamina went out, you like didn't you just like straight up stopped until like you, 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 yeah, you, like you had to take a breath unless unless you regain your posture by uh, you know uh, tapping, I think R one or something. Well, that's, the particles. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah. I, I, I never really did that. That's probably why I don't remember that stuff. But like, uh, or uh, stamina, like you level up your skill to like gain stamina pretty quickly back. But um, I would imagine, well, all that means is probably that you still move. You're just a lot slower, kind of like Dark Souls. So that's probably what it's. But it, this, a lot of that stuff goes up so quickly. Um, it doesn't really say anything about healing items, so obviously whetstones are out because those are the things that um, improve the durability of your of your uh, equipment. Yeah. Adjusted the drop rate of equipment. I don't know if that's more or less because like I uh, you can get it has, those. It have to be. It have to be less. I'd imagine so. Yeah, because you can get those. Like uh, I forget what they are, but the um, the 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 gods of the shrine that you can you can get one of those uh, guardians that improved your drop rate, and so. Uh, add in another new control layout. That's that's uh, uh, more than one. The, the, is it's good, I guess. The, the item shortcut slots, like expanding those, is really good because I I felt it was very constricting on that end. You should have like full control, but then again, on the PlayStation Four, you could just straight up choose your control scheme, just change the buttons, I guess, and be okay because the PlayStation Four allows that. Obviously, it's not permanent, but um, I I think that's that's a good idea. I agree. Um, yeah, super armor is basically like the enemies can't be uh the ones that can't be interrupted or stopped while they're fighting all i can imagine is like the zombies and that big guy that you encounter like a few times that you cannot knock you cannot stagger he just straight up like murders you if you get too close <laughs> yeah uh if you're not careful enough um half circular impulse a lot of the stuff like i don't really get too much like these a lot of these things didn't really bother me yeah a, a, a lot of a lot of them are, ve are very like you know minor, minor tweaks to it oh uh, so they, they, they were, yeah oh, yeah yeah they, they were very problem. specific at, at some ends that like a lot of players probably didn't really pay attention to but they're like oh, okay well a lot of people i don't know what the i mean like uh, coming back to it it's like the difficulty it's like i after playing like dark souls 2 and playing this game and lords of the fallen and stuff like that neo wasn't that hard it, it was you had to be patient, of course, and you faced some bosses. There were some moments of claustrophobic, uh, claustrophobia, just dealing with um, sh like these really small corners. But the maps were op more open than Lords of the Fallen was, uh, so I had an easier time. And like I said, once you skilled up and unlocked the uh, boost to your uh, strength to your weapons and stuff like that, it was it's no problem. I don't know about how you how you how you dealt with it, but it was it it became a lot yeah. easier. 
and it felt fine for me as like time went on. It, like I will admit, like the the, the the like opening like maybe first like fifteen twenty minutes of that game was just like, oh, oh man, what is going on with this? <laughs> See, what I learned is that the bow and arrow was kind of broken. Uh, you can kill a lot of people with the bow and arrow. Like you just have to stand back <laughs> and you get like headshots and just kill a bunch of soldiers a lot uh, all the time. So that's doesn't say anything about that, but. Um, Man, that's I'm that's gonna see be like, like what, what the final game looks like on yeah. that now. Totally, well, there, really be obviously, yeah, there will obviously be like a lot of revisions on that uh, internally, but I'm, I'm just hoping that like they, they retain the feel and uh, visceral like atmosphere of it. Totally, it, it looks great. I'm excited to see what other environments there are because this is just like mostly one type of environment. Which is mostly like I really hope there's c- type environments. Cemetery, <laughs> and then like just another like a bunch of dilapidated houses and stuff like that. So I hope that things get brighter. Like I like to see like Dark Souls style. Like you walk and there's like a bunch of sunlight, but you're also dealing with these monsters and such. Because the game does look amazing. It's a very yeah. very good looking game. Uh, but Were you able to get your hair uh, t- tested out, uh, Kyle, when uh, the alpha was going on? Uh, no, I didn't. I kind of missed it. I wanted it. Uh, it looked really cool because I feel like I'm going to love that game. Uh-huh. Um, it, it you would like love it. Yeah, for a guy <laughs> who covers Dark Souls games, you would really enjoy this type of game. Um, and like the pathing with the AI is great because it's like you. I ran up like a ladder and then got around this fire and crossed over some boards to get to a different house. They followed me every step of the way. So the, the, the uh, that pathing. Was, yeah, that's part. That's crazy. part of the part. Part of like the quote unquote fixes. I, I hope they retain that like them being on your ass forever. But it's not. <laughs> it sounds like with the wording of this that they're that they're, there's eventually gonna be a drop off point. Oh I, come I, on! I have a question because this is this is Team Ninja making this, right? Oh yeah, I, I'm pretty sure yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Team it. Ninja, it totally is, because they advertised the demo, the alpha, excuse me, on Twitter a lot, so it's it's got to be them. I'm just like, was there at, at all any Ninja Gaiden in that game at it all? Felt, uh, I felt a little bit of like Ninja Gaiden at times. A little bit, good. but it's, it's definitely got more Onimusha meets Dark Souls, like people have been talking about. That's, that's I totally... Cool. I totally miss Onimusha. That was a great franchise. Yeah. People oh. kept thinking it's going to come back, and I would love to see that. Like, Bring back John Renault, like with all his wrinkles. Now. <laughs> wasn't, was, wasn't the thing with Onimusha, both one, two, and three, that um, obviously Jean Renault and the third one, but, but weren't the protagonists always like really famous Japanese actors? Oh, totally. Like, like the likenesses and everything? Yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why you don't see them get literally like re released these days. Yeah, I think, I think it's like Takashi Kaneshiro was in was in like one of the newer ones, uh, and he's huge. Uh, huge uh, person in that as well. I forget who was the thir- the third one. I keep thinking like it was Got, but it's it can't be right. <laughs> it's the no, same. He was in Bujin guy. I remember that, but that was like. Yeah. It's the same actor that was the the main character in the first one too. Oh, it's the same it was character. it was Takashi. Yeah, Takashi. Um, huge. Who's in like Red Bridge, which was like a. It was such a. Kingdoms. It was such a weird franchise because it was like kind of like a static camera angles like resident evil but like it was like an action sort of game with totally. magic and stuff. you rendered backgrounds in the early ones that was it was it i was really liked fun. it i still have all three I, I wish i hope they they do another one but so that's part of the reason when you when i when you say neo is like animusha i'm like fuck yeah that sounds great yeah totally. it's, <laughs> it's 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 it meets that and that's why it's not as challenging i suddenly remember like donna dreams that animusha game that came out i totally forgot about that one that oh, was yeah. it was it was getting close to like 
god hand territory with that game. I don't know, just like the design, like <laughs> a little more over the top with this style. Uh, but yeah, you would. I think you would really like Neo. You should watch like some footage of that game sometime. Like watch our I footage. Should. I did a full playthrough of the of the alpha, at least the first boss. Well, I watched unedited one in one <sighs> sitting. Four hours. That was. <laughs> I'm glad I edited that down. I kept thinking like I'm just gonna put it up, but no, that was are there, embarrassing. Are there are there notes like player notes in that game? Player notes? Like you know in, in oh, Dark Souls you mean, when no, you put down actually, a note. Actually, um, there's no notes, but there's like corpses that you can revive and fight against them to like um get experience and like equipment and stuff like that. So at least there's oh. that. You actually uh, instead of like normal PvP, um. I'm sure there'll be something like that. I mean, it's got co-op. You can actually um, like yeah, match make like into somebody's system, like co-op. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but the, uh, Kyle, imagine this: that like instead of the blood stains that appear when a person dies, instead they'll leave like a like a, a like a kind of like a blood stain, but like do cross katanas over it, and then you summon that, and it uh, and it summons like an AI version of them that you PVP against. Same equipment too, yeah. and, their, and their equipment. It tells you That's what equipment cool. it is. Like it's gonna be like okay, this guy's gonna kick your ass. So you better be careful, kind of thing. Now, just to clarify, I could be totally wrong on this, but isn't this game like it was supposed to be? It, there's like some legendary Japanese director, and he this game was supposed to be like the his final movie, and his son is taking over, and they're making it a game instead or something like that. Did, did I totally just make that up? I that, swear that's I didn't. A, that that pro- that sounds. Um familiar but i can't confirm because this thing has been like a thing forever even before the ps3 release it's been so, around yeah, for like 12 right. years i mean it's i think i i, yeah. I think i could be totally wrong people can call me out if oh I'm no bullshit, it was I, it wasn't it uh it was kurosawa wasn't it like it was his that was so his it was son. someone You're his right. son is taking over because his because because obviously kurosawa passed away um i think that's kurosawa how about we no, 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 no. Uh, you're totally right. I remember it now. It's like it was supposed to be like a game and a movie, like a big media project. I remember from back then. It was supposed to be like this big thing, um, and it was supposed to be like it was supposed to be like a huge script that they had. I mean, the hmm. the story in this game is straight up like William Adams, um, who was like born like a, a Japanese lord's yeah, yeah. His father, and it's like a Western, like a, it was like American or English or whatever. A European woman was his mother, of course, and it's like all set during the Warren States period, like the Edo period. So yeah, I think you're totally right. I remember that from back then, uh, talking it up like it was a huge proposal, but uh, wasn't it supposed to be like his uh, the son's like first movie or something? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I think the son took over finishing the script because. Because I believe his father passed away. I could be again. I could be totally wrong, but I, I mean, thought his, that his was father the, did die. That that's that's not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. not say that didn't yeah. happen. It's totally no, happened. no. I, I meant like um. No, I meant that the part the, about uh, sequence of the events. Script. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. I don't know how much of that is left in this game, but I bet it's none. I mean, well, I mean, the story I'm I'm sure is the same because I mean the game. All we saw before was like a trailer, like not even that. It was like a like a, a CG CG, CG thing. Um, but it's got they did announce it again but i don't think it's got any of those um hooks anymore uh part of the part of the film i don't think that they're gonna do a film for it anymore but who knows but yeah they're gonna do an anime adaptation duh yeah (laughs) i would bring production ig in and just help them with that (laughs) yeah neo based on akira kurosawa unfinished script wow yeah oh my gosh oh 
I would love to see a movie based on this, though. It's a really cool concept. Just the fact, I mean, I guess it was kind of like The Last Samurai in a way, but it's like way darker. <laughs> With Tom way, Cruise. Way darker. Oh my god. Tom Cruise is the lead. Hey, totally. I mean, he's been he's been a lot better DLC than he has been. Tom really. Cruise for Neo. <laughs> oh, oh that god. DLC. Oh, I would get it. I would Tom get Cruise. it. Tom Cruise's face, because he it's it's totally like it looks like Geralt when you look at uh, the main character. Looks like Geralt of Rivia from Witcher Three. Uh, so totally put Tom Cruise's face instead. <laughs> that totally works. I would play, it. I would play the he, shit Tom, Tom Cruise was indeed the last samurai. He was. <laughs> God, that movie. That movie. I actually really love that movie, by the way. I haven't I, seen I it for too. a long time. It's, it's, uh, I have my guy my qualms with it, but it, it's actually all right. Totally. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun. Oh. I totally. I got that Kurosawa thing. I totally. That. That's so that, cool. That, thank you for bringing that up because I totally forgot. Yeah. Hey, no, Ken Watanabe. It was when is that is like debut? But yeah, it's in the Western world anyway. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's I would I would uh yeah, that's actually a really cool cool thing to pull up again, like the whole like yeah, the t- tie in with the movie. Um the potential movie. Who know I, I would want to I'll look it up later. I'd like to learn more and see if that's ever going to become a thing. I'm sure his son is already, Akira's son has already moved on to make other movies since it's been yeah. so long. I assume he wants to make a living. Uh, so, Obviously, RPG site has to step in and, and go make the movie. Totally. Just just so, just for listeners, if they're not familiar with Kurosawa off the top of um, just Seven hearing Samurai. the name. He, if yeah, you he don't know Seven his Samurai name. and Hidden Fortress, which are two you know legendary movies. I yes. love Seven Samurai. Classics. Oh, God. Uh, Yojimbo. Anyone who played Way of yep. the Samurai, go see Yojimbo. It's basically the same type of thing. Uh, samurai comes in, two different clans are fighting it out, and he kind of sits in the middle and kind of does his own thing. It's a great, great movie. Uh, black and white, but it, it holds up very well. I watched it recently in college, and now it still really holds up. So, now that uh, that's that's Neo coming out later this year for the entire world, pretty much, uh, coming out in Japan and America and Europe. Um, so, if you didn't get to check it out, like I said, we've got footage of the playthrough of the first mission boss uh, that you actually could unlock special DLC for. Don't know exactly what that is yet, um, but it's up on youtube.com slash rpgsitenet check that out um so and other big news that came out we've got a huge announcement from bandai that they've created a whole new cross-media project with digimon universe aptly monsters it's what they've got planned is a new game a new anime and because the the whole like digimon adventures try is like a, a series of like short films so it's not really a new show so much it's just a bunch of small movies uh so they got a new anime coming out and a bunch of products as you can expect um i'm trying to remember like uh, they haven't really talked to, too much about this because it only was announced officially uh like this past week but they said that they're going to have more news at the tokyo toy show on june the 9th but they've got even things such as like a card game uh, oh, and oh, by the way, the, the the anime premieres this fall. Important to point out, so we'll get to know more about the new characters because there's like a whole new cast of characters. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring some of the Digimon Adventures people back and like they did with the other shows. Uh, but if you're a big fan of Digimon like I am, this is pretty amazing to see them going through this huge initiative. Uh, even in the past year, it's been amazing the turnaround yeah. for that because all we've been Digimon getting. Has had- yeah, it's like a weird, resurgence. Yeah, resurgence after like that weird fighting game they put out. 
on recently. <laughs> like, but it wasn't Rumble Arena, was it? I forgot it was, what the name of it was called. It was, it was a oh. game that like they announced the local. It was before they announced um, the Vita game. Uh, they they decided to put out uh, that Rumble Arena. I think that's that is what it is. But um, they announced that, and everyone was super bummed out. Uh, so I am I'm happy. Um, that they're going to be doing something like that. that. That Cyber Sleuth game, they didn't announce that until a lot later. <laughs> so a lot of fans were upset. Um, but yeah. Oh, um, I, I wonder if we'll see Next Order anytime soon. Next Order, yeah. That's Digimon World Next Order. It's not even a proper Digimon World game. So <laughs> I wonder what what that... Uh, we'll, we'll see more about that. They've, they've I, still I put heard it sold stuff. really well, though. Japan. Really? I didn't know about that. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's Digimon, it's so I'm, but it's... I'm. I've always been a much bigger fan of Digimon than Pokemon. I only played like Pokemon Red and like Pokemon Blue and Stadium and Yellow and Green. I think I stopped there. Like I've. I'm not really. And then Digimon came around, and I was same as me. Grew up, yeah. Grew up loving Digimon way more, crazy, way more action packed, kind of more violent because Digimon actually died. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like a way there more. There were really sad parts in those shows. Intense. Yeah. It's... Didn't Hamara uh, uh, Hosoda get started with Digimon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you've got that. For some reason, like my childhood, all of a sudden I remember like the Monster Rancher TV show. All of a sudden, that crazy, like the lead character, especially on the show, was like this crazy, like sugar, like a sugar addicted child, just super hyper. Uh, but yeah, Digimon was big, way big, way bigger part of my childhood. Even if I was gotten way into dig- uh, Pokemon with like the. I think the Pokemon movie was like the first one I ever went to see a movie by myself with. And I got that holofoil Charizard card that they give out when you go to see the movie. So I was super excited. And then I think at one point, I was in Boy Scouts think- at the time, they banned uh, the Pokemon trading card game from being played yeah. at the camp out. So I was like, all right. I, at that point, I was done with Boy Scouts and then I was done with Pokemon around the same time. So. Uh, I hope to see more. Once again, June 9th, more details about that. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's been another big announcement. Uh, and then uh, go, keeping in with the anime theme of this podcast, uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 was announced. Um, not surprised, considering how well the first one did for them. Uh, they're promising a much bigger hub world for people to move around with, uh, expanded multiplayer, uh I think they also said like a much bigger character customization process, um, more stuff to do, uh, more characters from the from the series are supposed to show up, that kind of thing. I wonder if there's going to be any tie into like the Super Dragon Ball stuff that they the the TV show that's been going on. I'm sure there will be uh, with characters yeah, appearing from there, uh, which wasn't so much in the first universe. They didn't really do too much of that. Um, yeah, it, cool. it's been. Uh, kind of crazy xenoverse one like i've heard really good great things about it. i never picked it up myself but i saw a lot of friends stream it uh talk to them a bit about it and it seems like it was very positively well received absolutely it's it's actually great uh, aaron's been playing it uh <laughs> i never took her too much <laughs> of that kind of uh, she's been playing that and that mobile dragon ball card game uh she got really into someone oh, who isn't yeah. like for the mobage crowd boy uh, Mobage, I don't know how you pronounce it, but yeah, she's she's Mobage. been totally yeah, really Mobage, Mobage, uh, totally into that. Um, but I've also heard great things, uh, and it's it's basically like a love letter to Dragon Ball fans. So I'm ex- sorry. No, I'm just saying that's that's good, sweet. Yeah, 
It's supposed to be awesome. Um, so definitely we posted about it on the site. Um, so it's something that we're probably going to put more focus on covering that game. Um, not deep into it like we would with a typical RPG, but it's worth exploring just because I'm sure people who uh, follow our site are interested in things like that. So we'll check that out. have a lot of RPG mechanics. A lot of our... Uh, Zeoverse. Yeah, skills, leveling up. It's got it's like an RPG mixed with Dragon Ball stuff. It's it's got that you building up your character and, and uh, unlocking new stuff, buying equipment, uh, all kinds of stuff that you would expect, uh, and unlocking skills. So it's got those types of mechanics in there for sure. Uh, so it's. Worth I think the exploring. big hook of Xenoverse Two is like time travel now. I believe. Time travel. Wow. Okay. That's that seems exciting. Like do the different. <laughs> Yeah, I think seasons. that's a big hook in Xenoverse 2 now. Different sagas. Oh my gosh, I can I can be crazy. I just like how you can Piccolo as your teacher in that game as well, and you just be running around and and talking to a bunch of N, like NPCs. But there was a lot of talking, like a lot of running around town talking to people, uh, taking on quests. It was it was pretty cool uh, from what I saw. I I want to go back to that game sometime soon. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, and then uh, something else that popped up um, is that there's been teasing of a new Atelier game. Um, but what we've learned, and this was unlo- uh, co- uncovered from uh, an article I read on 4Gamer, that they uh, were able to, it was from a different place, but they were able to uncover the URL uh, that's for the new game. Apparently it's going to be called Atelier Phyrus or Phyllis. I think it's probably going to be more what it's like. Um Nothing more than that, just a, a URL to go off of uh, from the from the site. But that's obviously going to be the second in another trilogy, I'm sure, of, the, of what's... Yeah, I, I wonder if it all tie in with Sophie. Totally. It's, it's got to be, because that's kind of the series has been over its entire... Since its, uh, its inception, is uh, it comes out with like two or three games per, uh, per sub-series, I guess, is how you would put it. So... The first one was like, you know, Aisha, Eskenlaji, and um, Shally. Now it's Sophie's coming out here pretty soon in, in America in a couple of weeks. It's important to point out, Sophie's been out in Japan since November. So it makes more sense that we'd be hearing about a new game right about now. Even if, uh, but this is Japan we're talking about. So it's going to be like announced and it'll be out in a few months in Japan. Because <laughs> they are way better about turning that stuff around pretty quickly. Um, so I'm curious to see what that's going to be like. Uh, obviously, we have no idea what Sophie's like at all. We haven't even gotten a review copy, so it's it's hard to say like what that game's going to be like. Um, I heard good things uh, from fans of that series about Sophie. Uh, Josh, have you been kind of hearing the same stuff? Yeah, I've heard uh, that it's pretty good for the most part. Yeah. Uh, I don't know too much about Atelier these days, but uh, fans seem to like Sophie. Yeah, that's... I mean... And um, I'm hoping they announced uh, from what I played of like Eskenlaji Plus is great. I hope Shally Plus comes over here. They haven't talked about that yet, um, but I'm hopeful just because the Shally original Atelier Shally was kind of a letdown at the end. So I'm hoping that comes over here just so I can be in a good mood to play whatever they have next. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how that's like. But yeah, it's it's been like announcements after announcements after announcements lately. Um, so another cool thing, really cool thing, is that um, Silver Case, which was an old PlayStation One adventure game uh, that Suda Fifty One's been trying for years and years and years and years and years to uh, do some sort of either a new entry or like a remake or something like that. For um, it was a really cool adventure game that had a crazy style to it. 
uh, as you can expect from that guy, um, uh, that will be coming to the West this fall uh, in in English and in, in Japan. That's I mean, it's it's it's, it's it's cool because it's like it's it, it, the the bigger part is that it's got a Western studio who's helping to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So that's it's going to be a remastered version of that game. Uh, it's coming out for just for PC uh, through Steam. Uh, with Playism is going to help them out, and it's uh, it's it's set. It's actually part of a, a series of games uh, called Kill the Past, which uh, is Silvercase, Flower Sun and Rain, and Killer Seven. So this is actually part of the same series as Killer Seven, um, and. Uh, Flower, Sun, and Rain. People actually—I was surprised because I posted the birthday recently. A lot of people actually know about that game, and I'm—I uh, didn't really know too much about it. I did know about, of course, Killer Seven and Silvercase, but it's—it's it's really cool. It's all about like—it's like a mystery drama, like detectives, uh, all kinds of stuff happening, um, mysteries to solve. It, it just had a, this really, really cool look to it. So I'm excited to see more about that. It's supposed to be out. Yeah, this and fall. I never got around. I never got around to being able to play Silvercase originally, but I'm excited that. Uh, I'll finally be able to have a chance because I've heard so many things about that game, and it just—it's it, one of those. I hear it's like one of the foundations of like how Pseudo Fifty One came to be, um, just the, his particular style and how he pr- approaches game and game design. Totally, and, and so, it was—I mean, it was—it was a Japanese-only game, uh, but it, it was kind of cool because, like, um, from what I remember, is that there was two different perspectives. You either play mm-hmm. the detectives. Trying to you know get on the case, or uh, uh, you're like a journalist, uh, like a freelance journalist who's trying to you know uncover things on on their own, and so it's 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 it was a really cool dynamic, and um, Suda Fifty One used to be part of uh, Human Entertainment uh, from mm-hmm. back then, like this is also the guys who brought Mazurna Falls, and so uh, and actually I should point out by the way is that recently on the Romhack forums. Someone posted English screenshots of Mizerna Falls, which, if you don't know, is this crazy deep open world uh, game, adventure game um, that's kind of like Twin Twin Peaks in style, kind of like Deadly Premonition and all that. Um, it's got a day night cycle and a strict NPC schedule. So if you weren't there at a certain time to meet an NPC uh, uh, during the time, uh, it'd be done. You would might most likely hit a game over at that point or like the bad ending. So it's, it was super strict. And this was all on the PlayStation 1. It even had like weather effects and stuff like that. It was crazy wow. how uh, deep that game was. I Impressive. watched a, a Let's Play of that recently. And I actually... Um, got to experience that well like i was playing some i played some of it watched the let's play played some of it and that's how i beat the game myself is kind of just experiencing someone's uh live translation as they were playing and it is and there's even like you can even drive cars like you drove a car around to get from place to place uh and that too <laughs> the driving mechanics were terrible of course but it's <laughs> a little bit easier on a on a game pad and try playing like some people like trying to play like the ROM version, like on a keyboard. <laughs> super oh bad. shit! But like the, the car is like super, like it's it's um the grip is bizarre and that like you hit right and like sharp right, <laughs> so it's it was kind of difficult to control. But someone posted English screenshots of that, so it means hey, someone's actually translating that game for reals. So I'm excited for that. Human Human Entertainment closed down like 15, 16 years ago. They they couldn't they couldn't um, make it. Through the um, the the generation of consoles, the transition to the new consoles, and so that that was super sad uh, that that happened. 
I think they're also the guys who did the um, Fire Pro Wrestling series too. For you know people who like those games. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, so they've got quite a history. But yeah, Silvercase coming out soon this fall, as I said, uh, for PC remastered. So excited to check that out. Cool. And then um, and while moving from that, we've also got news about uh, Experience, who we just did review for Raid Gigant, their dungeon crawler game. They announced their next game coming out. I guess it's their 10-year anniversary, so I think it's kind of in honor of that anniversary that they've got going on. Uh, Josh, you know more about this than I do, I think. Uh, do I? I'm not actually. Uh, the new game is called Yomiwo Sakuhana. Um, apparently not a dungeon crawler, which is surprising because yeah. experience has been <laughs> on a roll with uh, dungeon crawlers. We've had Rage of God, Stranger of Sword City. Um, there was like one more recently. Stranger um, Sword City, um, Rage Gigant, um, Demon Gaze, and the um, Tokyo Operation Tokyo Abyss. Or oh something yeah, like Topper- that. oh yeah, yep, exactly right. Yeah, so the this new game is uh, hack and slash style gameplay. It'll, it's like the time period of it is like Sen- the Sengoku era of Japan. It's at a time when um, just. It's ruled by like this king of the underworld type of character, and its people have uh, become spirits and can only you know uh, manifest during the the night. Um, of course, there are those like you know who fight who fight against that uh, king of the underworld. So, uh, a lot of the big features, uh, despite being a hack and slash uh, game, will be you know party management and character development. Um, and it's supposedly how they wrote it is going to be uh, quite different from how the uh, the how they usually approach games so but we actually have no like concrete gameplay footage as of yet so i'm I'm interested to see you know an experience game that's not a dungeon crawler for the most part yeah totally it's it's um kind of crazy uh that they're announcing that but it's also an xbox one exclusive right yeah they, they've, i don't know if they have some sort of deal with microsoft or something but yeah they've been on a roll with these uh xbox one exclusive uh games yeah, I, I remember someone telling me on Twitter about the reason behind that, and I think it's got something to do with like their relationship going back for a long time. But okay, it's yeah, it's just only Xbox One. But you know, maybe when it's localized, it'll come to other platforms. I mean, if Nice America helps again, it's going to be on Steam at least when it comes over here, just because they want more profits instead of just a console that sells so underwhelmingly like small numbers in in japan and, we're and, talking and, about like double also, digits in japan each week yeah so. and also if you like i mean uh, on localization too it's like the 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 market here for xbox one like it, it's you're, you're not going through an xbox one in this in, in like na and eu for like jrpgs yeah, so super I niche audience kind of thing yeah it's, it's not really what they're there for i mean obviously who, who we did to dic- dic- uh, dictate what people want but it's clear that right. people bought a PlayStation for a specific reason. People got got an Xbox for a reason. I'm sure with Xbox, it's more like the multiplayer stuff. And then PlayStation, it's more like, you know, these crazy g- games, especially from Japan, that you can't really see elsewhere. Um, and so they, they announced their big game that's going to be out next year, 2017. Uh, but they also announced an updated version of Stranger of Sword City, which is going to be out in a couple months. And actually, two months from today, I think, is July 21st. And it's like they um, they announced a few new things, such as uh, I think there was like a couple new classes, like a, a yeah, puppeteer like class. I think is supposed a to be added. Clocker class. Clocker. I don't even, 
uh, yeah. and like new systems, new uh, story scenes, uh, and other adjustments to the mechanics, things like that. Uh, it's not going to be as crazy as like whole new art style, like again, uh, like with the other one. But that should be cool for people who want to check that out. Um, I, I think, wonder if that'll come over. Uh, I would. I don't. Oh. I don't think so, because it's like that little bit. I think they would have moved on. You think, unless there's like um, enough demand, if like the res- like response is good. I mean, experience like self publishes now, which is kind yeah. of crazy for Nice America. It's like they're slowly losing contracts left and right. Uh, for... Wait, so wait, who who did the who did the the PC version of um? Wait, was there a PC version? No, of it was, Xbox, City of... it was no. only Xbox One and Vita. Xbox One was oh, experience. Right. Vita was Nice America. Okay, that's right. Yeah. It could be coming to PC. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? But all the, they've only put out like a trailer so far. Um, so it's kind of like... Oh, wait. Stranger, Stranger of Sword City is coming to PC because uh, I remember because the custom portrait system that they were advertising. That's, that's right. right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> and I think they're even beta testing it now. That's, that's yeah. Right. I'm sorry. That's not my bad. Yeah, it's coming out this summer is what I heard. Uh, I, I, um, who's, who's doing the PC one? Is that NIS or... I'm sure it's uh, got to be. It's like they, they've... they've got the experience on that experience uh because they nice america was done advertising beta testing for that um let me let me actually i'll okay i can look that up right real quick here yeah this is publisher nice america so okay. that's gotta be them yeah so yeah that's gonna be happening too um yes and these weird releases and then we got like a ton of release date announcements we'll just kind of go through them pretty fire. quickly a rapid fire this stuff um i will mention uh the first one we've got is witcher 3 blood and wine the latest and final expansion for witcher 3 uh the last content for that it could be it for the witcher for all, for all we know uh blood and wine coming out on may 30th we have a pretty awesome video up on our youtube channel youtube.com slash rpg site net that um alex our boss went super in depth he attended like a press event in poland to check that out um which cd project red is from uh so uh be sure to watch that it's got a great response so far on youtube as well from people who've been seeing it i highly recommend checking it out it's got a cool a lot of bunch of new features apparently like kyle you were saying before this the size of the map is gigantic apparently it's that game that expansion is supposed to be bigger than the entirety of the witcher 2 <sighs> witcher 2 was such a big game too i wonder how long that that expansion is i really oh. am curious i, I, I think imagine... it's a true expansion it's not like a dlc yeah. it's like no, a no real way. expansion i mean the stuff that you can do like based on the loan probably like 100 hours i mean you're talking about like the stuff you can actually do considering the size of it like i saw someone posted like a short like a 10 20 second twitter video of someone someone's reaction to the size of the map and they were like going from all the corners of it like there was a ton of stuff to do and so that's insane and i've heard great things about their other expansion that they put out so apparently they put a lot of work into this stuff that which is more than you can see about some companies with their dlc plans uh and the fact that they were able to do something on that scale is insane and is kind of gotten me more excited about cyberpunk 2077 uh hopefully we can hear more about that game soon too uh but yeah, that's coming out. 20 bucks. So, you know, if you've already got Witcher 3, might as well pick that up. Uh, they've been putting sales on this Witcher 3 plus the Season Pass uh, bundle. I think you get like for like 50 bucks. Uh, so if you want to get like a... That's basically Witcher 3 for like maybe 30 bucks as it is now on most sites. And then pick up two great expansions for 20 bucks. Well, supposedly great. Obviously, we don't know what that's going to be like until later. 
Um, and yeah, uh, then we've also got news about Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, um, their mobile RPG from Square Enix. Um, it's got the composer from the Chaos Reigns games, and it's a great, amazing, brilliant soundtrack that I could not get enough of. Like just the battle music and the boss music kind of blew me away when I got to try it out recently. Uh, that's going to be out this summer. So definitely uh, look into it. It's got the from the developers of the Brave Frontier series. So if you've played those games, you know what it's going to be like. You had attack and then just a bunch of characters fly up on the enemies and start attacking. So you kind of know what that's going to be like. Um, Nintendo also put out some announcements here. Yokai Watch 2 is out September 30th. Day and date with Final Fantasy 15. Don't know what they were thinking doing that. Um, but you know, Yokai Watch. Believe in Yokai Watch. <sighs> Like watch you can watch too like outsell Final Fantasy fifteen. Just I didn't even know like it seemed like the response to the first one here was like placid. Like I had, no one was talking about it here, but you know, it's not for us, I guess. It could be huge for the kids. Um I so know. I don't know how how well the kids are receiving it here. I, I'm too I, I'm too old. I yeah, I was gonna say like I I wouldn't be surprised if it actually did very well. Um and considering like Haswell expended Toraline for that here as well. Um then also, they also talked about Pokemon Sun and Moon launching November 18th in North America and the 23rd in Europe. They put out the three um, starting Pokemon. Uh, not Being not a Pokemon fan, I kind of forgot about a lot of that stuff, but they announced like a, a cat-looking one, a penguin-looking one, and I, I, I remember what is the fire one. I can't, I can't tell you their names, though. No, I already it's, forgot. It's, it's terrible. I, I Sorry for anyone. Like I, I can Let me look it up. I, I, I'd hate to just kind of Bush up the side because it is Pokemon. I don't mean to disrespect. Kyle, what are their names? Yeah, Kyle, what are their names? I don't mean to disrespect the people that watch it. Um, okay, it's it's um yeah it's Rowlet, Litten. Uh, Rowlet is the owl. Litten is the kitten. Go figure. And Popilio is the seal type with the like the clown nose on it. Uh, so that's 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 a good way to actually put. Uh, yeah, I think it. I think the the bigger talk is like. Oh, they brought back the character cu- customization, which, you know, for Ruby and Sapphire, it makes sense it wouldn't be in that game just because it was just remakes. Um, but, like, they brought back the character customization. Uh, and also, the game looks great for a handheld, but it's the 3DS is kind of showing its age a little bit too much. So it's it's kind of waiting to see what they're going to do in the future. But it's, it, it looks cool, you know, if you're a Pokemon fan, look into it. I'm not, so we'll move on. Uh, Damn! Absolutely job, job savage. Yes, <laughs> and, and and I should I should have actually mentioned this with the Brave Exvius as well because it's kind of related. But Romancing Saga two, uh, we already knew it was going to happen. Uh, it's going to be brought over in just a few days. In fact, on May twenty sixth, it's going to be um, eighteen bucks, uh, which is kind of like the part and parcel well, with what money. we expect from Square Enix when they bring over Final Fantasy games for mobile. It's going to be eighteen bucks, both for Android and iOS. Obviously, the difference here it's a it's a game that's never been released in America before or in the West for that matter. Uh, so it's the first time it's experienced a translation, official one. I don't even think no, it never even got a fan translation because I heard it was super so. difficult. Yeah, like it was yeah. crazy difficult. The kanji and stuff like that that was in that game it was hard to manage. Um, but we've got a trailer up on the site. Um, it has been remastered, so it looks great. Like that's the kind of remaster I want out of Square Enix. Don't give me Same here. Final Fantasy five and six garbage, please. Like put some work into it, and it looks like they did do the work on this one. So excited for that. Um, also, uh, going through some big PC announcements. Phantom Brave, 
uh, from East America is going to come out in July uh, for for Steam. It didn't really see any big changes from that, but I'm sure a lot of people are hoping for a it much has, bigger effort than Disguise got. And it has all all the content that's ever been on a Phantom Braving, like the Wii, like the Wii version. That's the one they're porting along with the. I think the PSP had le- version had like additional content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's gonna be so it's gonna be like a, the definitive version of all the content that's ever been released for a Phantom Brave in that PC oh, that's, release. So that's super cool. That's great. I mean, if it's if it's included with it, or if you just yep. have to buy the DLC. No, no, no it's just included with it. That's oh, okay. the press release. Yep. Good, good, good. That's I didn't see that part of the press release. That's that's good to hear. Um, and we learned yesterday Xanadu next um, exceeds finally. If Adam was here, he'd be super excited. Uh, but they finally announced it's coming to. It's um, awesome. Steam this summer. It's it's uh, obviously I've heard great things about Xenergy next, especially the soundtrack, as you can expect from Falcom. So they're also bringing that over, and then Mega Dimension Neptunia Seven is also going to be out on Steam this summer. Uh, this is kind of B two, not seven. Uh, I'm sorry, B two. I did the oh, the thing I didn't mean to do. Yeah, it's Victory <laughs> Two. It's a sequel to Victory. I should know better. Sorry. It's it's you put it like this. Just say. Just big, just gonna erase that part. Mega Dimension is gonna be out on Steam this summer, uh. So from Idea Factory, of course. So big news there. Um, and then yeah, and then another localization announcement. Um, Mystery Chronicle One Way Heroics, which is a remake of One Way Heroics that came out. You can pick up the original game for like two or three bucks. We have a review up on the site. I really enjoyed it. It was a crazy cool game. That's like it's like a rogue like. You start on the left side of the map and you have to make your way to the right. Keep moving right, scrolling to the right because there's like this darkness that kind of swallowing up the world and you have to kind of, it's all turn-based so you have to kind of manage going into like these different buildings and things like that and try not to be trapped in the house while the darkness is spreading um, to the right. And so you have to like talk to people and they all, if you don't meet them, that's it. You can't talk to them ever again. They died basically you trying swallowed to up by the darkness. swallowed up by the darkness. And you're like this hero that's trying to save everybody and uh, stop this darkness from spreading any way further. Uh, it can be difficult, but it's got this cool stuff that, you know, stuff carries over to every new game, like new, uh, your stats and stuff like that, or at least you get a boost to your stats when you start up a new game. Uh, the It's going to be, be brought over as well. Uh, it's I think it's just a... I want to look this up. I'm sorry. I, I can't remember if it's like a yeah, PS4 right. game. Yeah, it's, it's PS4 and Vita. Um, out later this year. They haven't announced uh, an actual date, but it's coming out uh, later. I think it's... I don't think it's this. Yeah, it's it's just later this year. I put the summer, but that's the, that's not the case. Um, also, everything feels like it's coming out in summer. Yeah, so it's summer. You can't, you can't tell. <laughs> Boy, summer is kind of crazy. I'm kind of losing my breath, but there's a lot to go over. We want to get to the bigger news that we came here for. <laughs> but also, um, Phoenix Wright, uh, Ace Attorney Six has got an official name for the West. It's uh, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Spirit of Justice. Uh, Hell which yeah. Makes sense in the context because it's a lot about you know spirits and uh, mediums and things like that it's not just maya now it's got like all these like goes to meet this these people that uh um could are, are these uh fortune tellers and things like that and like they're used by the government to like help uh solve cases uh stuff like that it's got a lot of a lot to do with that um that's gonna be out in september no official like specific date but september in um that's that's america a turn around yeah, but then it's out in July in Japan, I think. So, yeah, that's a pretty... Yeah. It, it just goes Holy to show God. how big the series has gotten here, that they're willing to do something like that. So, I get to see Edgeworth in glasses soon. <laughs> yes. I think Yoke Watch 2 is also out this summer in Japan and then out in America and the West. So, 
later. So that's kind of crazy. Um, and Super Robot Wars OG The Moon Dwellers is out August 5th. Uh, it has an, it's an English version coming to Asia territories. We've talked about this in the past um, on the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Josh, I'm sure it's you're a, super excited. It's just, uh, oh yeah, I'm super excited. I'm, I'm glad that it's like at early August because there's nothing really happening at early August. So gives you a little bit of breathing room. A little bit of breathing room. Uh, except for like, Deus Ex is like later that month. I don't know if you're interested yeah, exactly. in so much in Deus Ex. Oh, but... I, I love Deus Ex. Oh, okay, good. I'm definitely going to pick that up. That, yeah. That's why I said a little bit of breathing room. Yeah, it's like around that time. And then Deus Ex, I think, is like the third week of August or something like that. Uh, yeah. That's kind of how I'm remembering it. Maybe nothing more than that. And then we also heard the bad news that, speaking of release dates, Mass Effect Andromeda was delayed to early 2017. You know, delays happen, and it's obviously good to focus on that. It was already kind of weird it's like winter 2016 was the previous uh slated to be release date uh so i wonder about that i also wonder like if horizon new dawn is going to make it out this year just because we haven't really heard about that they still advertise yeah. it for this year we have to maybe wait till e3 not sure yeah. pretty much I, th- I think we'll we'll either get a, a fall release date for that or a, just a 20 a, a standard 2017 release date for that for whatever new trailer they'll show at e3 yeah, it's like it. that and like Last Guardian. It's like those are the big question marks about like it's going to come out this Surprise, year. Surprise, Last Guardian is still missing. <laughs> yeah, it's still missing. They haven't talked about it since E3 last year. They didn't talk about it at Tokyo Game Show. Uh, they showed it at PlayStation Experience. It's just like they brought back the, the giant um, Trico thing. <laughs> yeah, the thing you can touch and, and pet. Uh, the giant bird dog thing. Uh, um, they did mention that we'll see on Draw, Trico, Mass Effect sorry, Andromeda on, uh, at an EA. Well, they mentioned uh, they're going to show off Mass Effect Andromeda at EA Play at least. Yes. They're new. We're going to be attending event. that EA Play. We've been invited to go, to attend that uh, their conference there, which is on Sunday afternoon because uh, Bethesda's name is Sunday night. So I'm sure they not want to get in the way of that. Man, Bethesda. What's going to I don't, I don't know what's gonna be there. I, I have no idea what else they have. Honestly, Doom Two already. Doom Two. <laughs> Doom Two. People keep saying like it's gonna be Doom another Auto Squad. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be Doom Two already. Like single player story <laughs> content for Doom Two. It's gonna be Doom. it's gonna be called Doom, but but those will be zeros this time. No, it's just like ex- <laughs> it's like expansion packs. That's all it's gonna be. But like. Like it's too soon for like Elder Scrolls. Usually, it's like they wait a couple years before going into like a new, whole new game in their series. I think that might be. They're probably going to new I've, just Edel Schools Online. It's going to be only Edel Schools Online content, and they're the <laughs> Legends, whatever that Legends card game that oh, they have. Shit. All right. I bet. I bet they. Here's a prediction I have. I bet that they might tease the next Wolfenstein. Mm, okay. It's been a, it's been All enough. Right. I mean, they put out the old order not long ago. So Old Blood. Old yeah, Blood. Last... Excuse me. I keep thinking. I could keep mixing the names together. Uh, yeah, New Order then Old Blood. Um, yeah, I guess that'd be enough time. They already said that it's been in development for a oh, while. Oh, no. Now. What I've actually heard is that the whole um, Prey 2, what it used to be anyway, oh, yeah, that's, that might be talked about. And I forgot all about uh, that. It's it's a real bummer because I remember like years ago, um, and this is actually probably the time I, I saw the Wolfenstein stuff, um, I um, walked around to the back of the booth because it's all like it was it used to be closed off nowadays it's it's open to everybody um in the back they had someone presenting prey 2 and he's like okay it's gonna be like red dead redemption um meets bounty hunting uh it's like this is crazy bounty hunter is like a sci-fi red dead redemption or like cowboy bebop he was talking about cowboy bebop and i was like they were like they watched a lot of that and like they would love to make it into a game i'm like 
this sounds amazing. And then they were showing off like he, he caught like this guy, this bounty that he had, and you can decide what to what? do with them. Whether it's it like, like Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade Runner. Uh, yeah, it was Blade Runner meets Red Dead Redemption is actually what it was like. Um, and he was talking up like you decide what to do, whether you want to kill this guy or take him in for a bigger cut, all this stuff. And you can be like this rogue bounty hunter, like doing your own thing and just setting your own rules. It was amazing. But that game apparently doesn't exist anymore, so I'm I'm sure if I'm kind of kind of kind of thanks uh, Zach, and thanks for reminding us of all what Prey Two used to be. Yeah, thanks Zach. Was it Arcane <laughs> Studios is behind? It. I think it's like they're the uh, dishonored people. So we'll you know what? You know something I actually like about how Bethesda hypes up games or the their RP the big open world RPGs. I like that they don't really announce them until like it's actually fairly close to launch. You know. Yeah, um, like Skyrim was like Skyrim, Skyrim, they announced it in the March of 2011, and then it came out that year. Oh, that's um, true. That's true. I, I really appreciate that as opposed to um, uh, pseudo segue, where it's like they announced Persona Five in 2013 officially, and like 2016, hopefully coming out. Winter 2014. The last... Yeah, winter yeah, 2014. Winter... Yep, I mean that game is already two years old almost. We could talk about like Zelda being the same problem. Like Zelda apparently is the only playable game at E3 this year, and so like, uh, and the Wii U version at that, and so it's going to be like kind of the, the uh, downgraded version that like, oh, I'm going to wait and see what's going to turn out. So it's, we talk about Final Fantasy 15. It's like a bunch of people announce games early, but I I do like the more Japan approach as announce a game. Or at least Nintendo's approach, typical approach, is to announce a game that they're sure is going to be out soon. But they there's more qualifiers and modifiers to this. Yeah, we we need to stop talking about that, I guess. So, but I was waiting for <laughs> Kyle to come back because he was he was off doing something um, mm-hmm. to talk about the big news that we haven't been able to talk about since the big stream that happened a few weeks ago. Persona Five. So it's just gonna Persona Five is just gonna be a, a still image of Tokyo Tower and then. Just that old lady, the old lady is going to come out and just start talking. <laughs> That's going to be the whole game. That's the big reel. The 40 hours of just the old lady like teasing it and just like like blue balling everybody until it's all done for. Yes. God. She just came out and okay. said, by the time Persona 5 is done, you'll be as old as me. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be that. It's like we're all Persona 5 oh now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> such a bad thing. So, but... <laughs> I mean, I, I want to leave it up to Kyle to talk more about this because this is more of his thing. Um, t- talk us through what happened on May fifth during the stream. What's Were you Persona watching 5, it? Kyle? Yeah, what is Persona? Been, what is Persona? Uh, Actually, gonna take it back. What is Persona? Well, Persona is uh, no. Let's not talk about Persona. That... Let's talk about Persona Five and what happened on May fifth. It started with three, and oh, then so there were some fan games. Oh, God damn it! Sorry, alarm. Um, uh, sorry. Anyways, <laughs> so I actually didn't watch the stream because I had work the next day. I had work the next day. So, so it was yeah, like but I, in the I'm morning. Like, Who needs to sleep? I'm a, I'm an, I'm, an, I'm like a like mid to late twenties, so I'm an old person, so I need to get my beauty sleep. I think we're um, I don't want to hear it. Here, so I'm mid twenties. Yeah, we're I'm I'm late twenties, so we can all talk about this. So we're all old as fuck, basically. Yeah. In, in um, Japanese terms, up, yes. I had to wake up like at, what? I think I woke up like at 4.30. Yeah, like 4 to 4.30. But, I woke morning. up in the middle I of that, stream, that yeah. more, I started work that day, too. So, like, so, they, worth so it. finally, yeah. so they showed a new trailer for Persona 5, a five-minute long trailer. It's the first time we've seen gameplay since, was it Tokyo Game Show or last summer? Yeah, was it was like it? September, Tokyo yeah, because they had the concert and stuff like that going on. 
Yeah, yeah, that was it. And then, um, and it had showed off a whole bunch of new characters. Um, the game just looks. Ap- I don't think there's a game, in my opinion. Maybe it's I'm a slightly biased, but that game is just so stylish. I haven't oh. seen a game that just like the visuals are just a treat for your eyes to this degree in quite a while. Uh, it's just so so beautiful, and the, yeah, the, the game just oozes style. And like, it, it, it makes it very apparent. Like it, it communicates to the player right up front. It's like. This is the we're, we're fucking balling here, okay? Like you cannot yeah. look as cool as us. That's what yeah, I get from like the trailer. They're going and like the 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 cat burglar aesthetic, like it like it goes through like the music and the art direction and everything, like the theme rather, not the aesthetic. Yeah. And uh, gosh, like they showed off a lot of people initially or for a while now have assumed that Persona Five was going to have a smaller cast than the other games. Well, oh. that's definitely not true. But what did they show? Five new characters? Three. Three new three. characters. I mean, well, they, yeah, it was, it was three new characters that they they showed off, but they also showed like hints of other characters too. Like they've got the lady at the beginning, uh, who's kind of like talking at the protagonist, and it, mm-hmm. I guess she's like she she works there and just trying to like uh, coerce information out of him about what was going on. Uh, mm-hmm. And all he does is like give a stupid little smile, like yeah. We, and, we, yeah, and what's really what's really significant about that is like normal people know about like this whole other shadow or persona like world not not mm-hmm. persona but the shadow the shadow like their foes the midnight channel no it's not quite like that yeah it's, 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 I, I, I guess I guess they, I guess they, it is a verdad shadows like that like different. normal people that like out like external influences are involved in this yeah the, the in kind of like Persona lore. I mean, Persona like 4 was kind of like that too. It's like Dojima was like always thinking like something's got to be up. And so he's trying to like uh, get information. But, but he wasn't it. aware of it. No, no, no. no. It's like people showing up on light poles. That was all, like the telephone poles. That was all I knew. It's like, what the hell? How did they get up here? That's all I think I think I think Persona 2 kind of established this. I think it was like Narlatep, like is yeah. the one that's like is like in charge not in charge but is like the base of like all of the shadow business and but it kind of manifests itself in different form like in persona 3 it was uh tartarus and in persona 4 it was the midnight channel and the, the, something new here as well um something i wanted to point out that they they showed the box art for persona 5 and there's a character on it uh, a dude with uh, gloves on that is i'm assuming is going to be a member of the of your party probably and Are you talking about the he, guy with like the suit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. something I kind of wanted to address before. Um, obviously, anyone that follows me on Twitter knows I used to, well, I still have a podcast called Wrestling FM, and I did Persona stuff. It used to be just Persona for a really long time. and but So I've seen so many crazy theories about this game and so many ridiculous things from the Persona fan base. But <laughs> the, am- amongst, the st- amongst the stupidest things I've ever seen, so many people have convinced themselves that that's Ken Yamada from Persona 3. It is not what? Ken. <laughs> no. Stop. It's, it's, it's like how, how people had um, the had a theory before we before we saw the name in the, uh, the Famitsu and the Geki PS scans. Uh, there's a new character called Makoto Nijima that was in the trailer. Uh, and oh. then, but so many so many people thought that it was like Nanako Dojima. <laughs> You know what's even worse is everyone. There was so many people. There's still people convinced of this that the main care the the protagonist of the game is Sho from Persona 4 Ultimate. <laughs> that's my favorite theory out of all this. Because they so showed funny. like his his hair up. Oh my god, that's super. Yeah. Funny. Persona. One one thing I'll tell you about the Persona fan base is they they they're very jumpy. I don't know how to explain it, but they're, they're just they're, they're looking. I love it. 
They, they, they look for reasons to be upset about this game. There's no precedent game. for any of this stuff that they're basing their knowledge off of. So I know. Yeah, the people love to jump to conclusions. But yeah, that guy, that dude, in the, I will, since I'm on a podcast, but I will say, I will, what will I do? If that guy is Ken, and I know he's not, but uh-huh. if he actually is Ken, mm-hmm. I will, hmm, what's something I can will? eat? Oh, what's something I, okay, I will that? do 20 pull-ups. And film it and put it on the Twitter. It works out all the time. Like that's in not the, in that. I can't do twenty pull-ups. Oh, okay. I can't. I can't even do one. So that'd be uh, impressive. So if that guy is Ken, I will do twenty pull-ups and I'll do it in like a schoolgirl uniform. There you go. Oh, oh wow. Okay, you got it on the record watch here. Like, watch like Vincent. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I, I can, it's like if you can do something like that, that'd be impressive. Like just do it. <laughs> Um, well, uh, yeah, I'll regret it if it actually is. But that's like he doesn't show Tom... up. Like watch him, him not show up, but show like Vincent from Persona Three oh. shows up and Catherine. Just him shows up, just out of nowhere, like carrying around a sheet. That's that's you know, like the best that they can probably do. Just because there's already they've already done that is put a character from one game into another. But man, speaking okay, of so... which. Let's just let's just run down like the, the very basics though of what happened yeah, here. Yeah. So in the new trailer, you got like the, a lot new a lot of new party members were uh, introduced. Uh, three new females. You have Makoto Najima. Her persona is Joanna, and uh, that That's takes a motorcycle. the form of a motorcycle with like a Damn. face on it. it it's uh, and then you have Putava Sakura. Her persona is Necronomicon, and that's even more bizarre because it's like a UFO with like a little mini gargoyle like on top, uh, sitting on top of it. Uh, I didn't even notice the like, gargoyle until you said that. That's. What and the then, hell? like, uh, she, she's like the the navigator of the group, so she fills a role like Risei and uh, Fuka from uh, previous titles. Um, so she'll be uh, constantly supporting you uh, from the sidelines on the team. Uh, I think, I I think she operates from inside her persona, like the, the UFO. I would, it, I what it because, looks like when she's around yeah, there, I wouldn't like, be surprised. Just cause... yeah, because she has like a suit, uh, like you know, futuristic suit. She's like a hacker type character. Yeah. And then you uh, get uh, very briefly see a new character named Haru Okamura. Her persona is Milady, and the only oh freaking God. thing she did uh, in the in that uh, trailer was she uh, shows up, she declares herself as the Bishojo Kaito, just like the pretty thief, and then she does a really uh, very very stylish like finisher on like the this enemy mob with um with a, a do like a cut in portrait that's very stylized. Let's just say. Yeah, actually, and and they also um, put out some the the website updated with some descriptions of these characters, so. Makoto Najima is a third-year high school student uh, who attends the same high school as everybody else. Go figure. She's a student council president with a sharp mind and irreproachable conduct. So, yeah, obviously she's difficult to approach. Go figure. Uh, She's probably uh, that type of person uh, being difficult to be around. But, yeah, she's, like, a naturally gifted, um, uh, very stubborn, uh, and uh, has her own problems to deal with. As you can imagine, and then Futaba is a shut-in, as as I'm sure a lot of people can relate on Twitter. Uh, wow, that's savage! Hey, that's <laughs> I, I was surprised. Like I, I made I made a comment as like you know as soon as they announced this characters, let's let's count the number of people that are quickly changed. Like that I could hear the sound of like um 
so many people changing their Twitter avatars to be the new Persona characters. And so, like, and then all of a sudden, like, a bunch of people replied all with new character, with, like, new avatars. Like, people I recognize. Uh, like, of I, course. I do have to admit, though, I think I think Batavia is my favorite out of the three new characters that were announced. I mean, I'll be part of that group. I'll, I'll be, own that. I'll be, I'll pa- own that I'll be part of the future. Makoto group. That's the strong character with, like, a motorcycle for a Persona. Uh, and, yeah, so she's, like, she's a shut-in. Uh, she's a f- uh, first-year student. Um, but uh, she's someone who doesn't really attend school anymore. So like, uh, she's that kind of person, like the empty desk that no one knows what happened to that person. So, uh, but she's like, yeah, she's a crazy hacker, superhuman computational abilities and ingenious programming capabilities. So she's uh, also she's like a like a set not really student by day, but like a squid girl at night. Squid girl, yeah, that's the, everyone calls her squid girl, and I'm like, oh god, she does look like this one. Yeah, character. but everyone's <laughs> making that comparison now. It's gonna and stupid. I've seen so much fan art already for that stuff. Um, and then finally, Haru is uh, third year, just like Makoto, um, and her she her father is the president of a major restaurant company. Grew up in a wealthy family. You can see like screenshots of her um, in a limo, and then like uh, working at the restaurant, kind of like you know Yosuke, Sona Four, and so it's it's kind of like that. Um, also is uh, good at talking to others, but she's a very gentle person. Is what they're what her description is um but uh, she finds no value in human relations uh in the environment she was raised so she re- avoids close relationships with others i'm sure part of it is probably that she maybe has to move around a lot of different places and so she can't get too close because she probably had a bad relationship but also i'm sure it's probably some like childhood trauma kind of thing uh they don't really explain much more than that it just says something like what kind of incident would trigger the awakening of her persona ability so like you know just like in persona 4 at the beginning there's something that's going to trigger each of these i want to see what triggers a motorcycle appearing or a ufo appearing. it's like what the <laughs> i really I, i'm really thinking that these unconventional persona is like starter personas now because uh throughout the series like for the most part they've been more humanoid they have legs but now they're really going out there with, yeah, uh, with the starter yeah. and like or milady is like a uh an elegant like bourgeoisie kind of person it's like, it's like yeah that, being like, rich is hard that. work okay that's all i can yeah, really think of milady's design has like it's yeah like has like this giant like really skirt and then like underneath it's like gatling guns and she reminds me of bb hood from dark stalkers a lot <laughs> her and what I, what I, uh, persona just can get along i'm sure because they're kind of like the same type of design just a, what, more what like a were... masochistic kind of thing anyway what you were saying about uh, the new Persona designs being, you know, something very fresh is Soejima has said for years now that he wants this game to be a big of a, a big of a jump from four to five as two was to three, which is kind of challenging because two uh, was yeah. made by different oh, people. Two, like, two, um, well, the first two was like oh, urban, wasn't it? Like in three and four was moved more to like the more. More like the feel of it, I oh, mean, okay, like yeah. the feel, like you feel like you're entering, because like three, you know, three and four are very different games, obviously, but they're you can distinctly tell they're different from two and one, um, and that's what they wanted to do with this. And I already feel that when I look at this, like this game is very, it's very like kind of in your face with its stylishness. I don't know. Right. Really, oh, I, very, I like, don't know. It's boisterous. like the whole like, uh, what is it like the way you can. Um initiate combat or get like the jump on combat is that you like basically jump on top of an enemy and rip its throat out and just says we've got the advantage or something <laughs> it's, it's not really ripping the throat out it's ripping their mask off i'll rip their mask off just, but it's so bloody yeah. it just might as yeah, well be yeah it's, it's really funny because like yeah it fades to like a like a like a silhouette 
like this red background and your everything's silhouette and then it just shows like things spluttering out when you rip off their mask and it's like oh okay it's like a massacre it's like hey guys we got the advantage <laughs> great <laughs> yeah it's gore really, uh, one of the things i'm uh i would say i think everyone can agree with in terms of persona 3 and 4 is um, um, compared to a lot of mainline SMT, the dungeon design is really quite bad. Um, oh, yeah, yeah it's very linear, like bit boring, like stairs. I guess most yeah, like Persona Three is like here are four hallways, and there's repeat this three hundred times. Slops, yeah, just like, yeah, like, and but like this, like there are things like a cover system, and like the the environments are so elaborate. Like, oh my god, I want this game so actual bad. Dungeons. Yeah, yeah, they're actual dungeons. Like the yeah, Southie said, they, but the, it's like jumping in out of paintings and stuff like that. Like it's it's like the obviously you look at some of like the stuff they show. Like yeah, going around like benches and then climbing up like these crazy like artistic like stairs that go every which direction. Like and like I said, the paintings they're obviously going with much more like each dungeon is going to be far more distinct than it was in Persona Three or Four. Persona Four, like once again, it's like it's a lot of like the same stuff. Like as you said, narrow hallways, and then maybe you find the stairs, and then a big door. Here, it's, it seems like yeah, it's going to be way more elaborate than it used to be. I also like, like that. That's just a tune-up to it. Oh, go finish your thought. I was just going to say, it's like more like an actual dungeon. Like, you know, like how in a Zelda game, a dungeon is a big deal. That kind of yeah. looks like this again. Like, I mean, even in, even in something like Soul Hackers, there was a lot more to yeah. the dungeons than Persona 3 and 4. They just, like, the whatever whatever reason, they just went super, like, white bread, like, no-name brand bread with their dungeon design in that. Do you think it's going to be, like, there's going to be, like, a time limit that, like, there was in 4? Like, you have to save this person or do whatever it is that there there is it's, okay. it's already in the ui and the and the pv uh, and the promotional video like uh yeah. there, there's a certain amount of days to to, to get this uh victim's heart back because, yeah uh, because i saw there's the, a the calendar theme. kind of thing but that's okay yeah. that's good the, the whole thing about it is like i guess uh you know people's hearts were taken so you have to actually save that person save their heart. time oh uh, you can yeah, you can take your heart you can steal my heart any day uh but uh like I'm really, I'm really digging just the the natural progression of like how to make this game flow faster. Like, and in the, the battle UI, like each of the your face buttons now control the UI. It's not like scrolling through menus. It's like no, like the triangle is like for the persona. X is like to use your like sword attack uh, as squares for like for your gun attack, which is definitely harkening back to like pre Persona three mechanics where you did have a sword and gun. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, cool separate uh, weaponry. Um, there, there's some brief shots uh, of like the elements. They're bringing back the nuclear element back. I think, I think the the one that's really one. It might be gravity. I'm not sure, um, but uh, we know for sure that nuclear is is even coming back. Oh, yeah. just when it's simple itself. But the uh, in the in the Famitsu and the Geki PS scan of uh, the cut in of Makoto, with her uh, she's eyes, using, <laughs> scary yeah, eyes. with her eyes. <laughs> Freaking amazing! Oh my uh, she's she's casting she's casting the spell Frey, and uh, that's a, that's a nuclear yeah, spell. Nuclear so spells. she'll be like her one of her starter elements will be nuclear, oh. supposedly. That's that it's in uh, it seems like it's and it seems like it's the most approachable uh, game. Like they uh, Persona Four was gigantic, a huge success for them. Persona Five, it's like if someone's coming is new to the series and is coming in, it seems like that's the one way more people are, are going to be interested in joining, uh, jumping into. Um, and they also announced some other things too that we should also point out is that for one they announced a new like an, a one episode anime prologue uh, kind of like Final Fantasy 15 did uh, it's going to be out before the game's release in September uh, in Japan anyway um, uh, Persona 5 the animation The Daybreakers is the name of it um, 
So it's going to be out sometime then. Hopefully it's not um, crappy studio behind it. I want some like actual work done on this thing. So uh they also revealed that there's going to be a Persona orchestral concert on August 13th. Apparently, the tickets went up, and it sold out like in 20 minutes or something bizarre. It's, it's already <laughs> sold surprised. out. Not surprised. Not <laughs> surprised. Those concerts uh, are always awesome, though. Yeah. Like, I, uh, yeah. I remember seeing that last concert, uh, and it was fun to watch them playing all the old music. But this is an orchestral, con- orchestral concert, so it's way crazy just, like, just imagining wind instruments and string instruments and brass and like the, all that stuff playing this type of music. It's exciting. Um, and then also uh, their Persona 20th Anniversary Fan Festival in December. Uh, that's going to be held in Tokyo, I think, is actually in Japan. Um, that's also kind of crazy. Like a fan festival after the fact, the game's release. Like uh, I'd be very interested to see what kind of stuff comes out of that. But I'm, I'm sure just being there, it's, it's going to be insane uh, part of that. Just because I know like whenever the Tales Festival comes around, like the Square Enix Fan Festival comes around, a lot of people have a lot of fun with that um and just being there in that type of environment amongst your friends and fan other fans of the series um kind of blows you away i'm sure i'd love to be a part of that i'm sure you would you guys would mm-hmm. be too i'm i'm really interested uh, on like uh, how persona 5 is solved because now it's coming out in an age where like a lot of people like over time persona 4 grew in popularity and even more so when golden came out mm-hmm. and now like it is like the culmination now of like well how, where is the persona fan base now like how much has that fan base grown ever since it's uh it's gotten a lot bigger even totally. just in the past couple of years mm-hmm. and it's yeah. also uh like like i'm not trying to push this but like there's this whole thing where like people want this to become like the new like golden child of the jrpg like totally. landscape it kind of yeah. has been that way hasn't it like it's it's persona i mean everyone knows persona yeah. at one respect who knows our uh, games so it, i i would say like if you're in my opinion i would say if you play video games you're familiar with persona but yeah. i don't think persona is something like, like it's, if you said not fi- it's not like, a household name of course no household yeah. name like People probably know what Final Fantasy is, even if they haven't played oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. That's, seen it. They it's know. got movies and stuff like that. Yes. Know yeah, that. exactly. But like Persona, it's not like that at all. But like, <laughs> like maybe this game will do that. Like personally, I don't really care. Like some people want Persona to be giant. And I think. What if they put out for them to coexist peacefully? What if they yeah. had a Persona movie? Like an actual full-length movie for Persona. A CG well, movie? They, they, CG. they actually have... Well, there's the Persona 3 movies, so... That's right. I'm sorry. I, I totally blinked on that. That's totally the case. A CG like, movie, though. Yeah. Those are really good, though. I heard, like, great just, things. Like, yeah, didn't Persona they, Yeah, they just put out the, the last one of those, and I heard, like, all of them were great, but... The longest I got in Persona 3 was, like, the rooftop at the beginning when the... When the event happened on the top of the rooftop, I was playing the import version. I was like, that was my first Japanese import game I ever got. I put the controller down and didn't play any more of it. I was like, what oh, just no. happened? <laughs> what is going on in this game? What I don't know if I supposed to play this game. I was like, this happened? And like, um, you pull you know, my, a gun out? I, I don't even know. <laughs> this is my, not the my game thing, I expected. My thing with Persona was what, what, kind of a, what attracted to me, me to it was... Um, I remember watching Game Trailer's original review for Persona 3, and it was what attracted me to it is like it had really good art direction, but I was also like, this is kind of fucked up. These kids are shooting themselves in the head to that's, like battle. That's what I like. Uh, I mean, I have my memories is that um, my brother, um, my older brother, played a lot of Persona 1 and Persona 2 um, 
mostly Persona 1, though. It was, like, it was big into that. So just seeing them go, like, first person through a school, uh, seeing something like that happen and going out into the city and stuff uh, was crazy because you didn't really see games that took place in such a modern time, a murder, modern urban type of environment. Like, Earthbound was, like, the only other thing I could think of at the time. A lot of those RPGs were mostly, you know, medieval fantasy style. So uh, it was exciting to see something like that happen, but... Yeah, apparently it's that uh, Alice already came out and said, hey, we've got the next big event. It's going to be happening at E3 for Persona 5. So I'm sure I we'll that hear. The biggest, that, that was the biggest surprise at the stream is they actually did, did, that Japanese stream actually just said, hey, we'll be at E3. It's like, whoa, <laughs> they're yeah. acknowledging. That. There's some sort of collaboration well, they... going on with Alice. Um, yeah. yeah, it's because um, they know, of course, that a lot of Western people are watching. So why ignore them at all? But They'll announce like a release date. I'm sure. Hopefully, dual audio. I'm sure there's been new, there's been new content at E3 too. If you imagine. Totally, uh, totally. E3 is going to be a lot of fun. Let's let's hope for yes, dual audio, is. guys. I want dual audio. I, I really want dual audio. I really it's... want uh, that Aoyuki speaking to me during battle. <laughs> Fantastic. I want I want Tomatsu. That's my favorite uh, female voice actress. It would be great. Uh, it's it's crazy though. Like it, uh, over in Japan, since it's released since September 15th, just 15 days away from the 30th oh they know exactly what they're doing yeah it's just you can't beat that game 15 days over there no my gosh it's for it's for it's for playstation 4 and ps3 PS3, uh wise final fantasy 15 is just ps4 and xbox one so it could sell more copies compared to depending i bet uh, in in japan yes in japan it'll definitely sell more i would bet yeah persona 5 is more anticipated than final fantasy 15 in japan at this point so Oh yeah, definitely. We'll more. I'm not sure exactly how. I'm, I'm very interested to see what media that the media creates souls look like uh, first week for both yeah, of those. Yeah, it's hard the to, one get, to gauge it here, like the response to Persona Five here, just because there's no, there's not been any events until E3. There's never been a big reveal party. It's always been Japan. So, I'm, I, I swear, I really hope that the window between the Japanese release and the English release is is small because, like. September 30th. Like, I, will, I, will, I will actually murder people if I get spoiled on this game. Kyle, I'm sorry. I already pre-ordered the 20th Anniversary Collector's Edition. That oh, Japanese she spent no, so much no, money. That, I, I'm going to mute you on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I, I won't spoil it. Uh, anyone who's still listening and follows me on Twitter, I won't spoil it. I promise. I'll just probably post the opening video and like maybe like one screenshot. Like, like, like to be honest, like to be, like everyone <laughs> always thinks like the, game, though, yeah. the super Persona guy, like... I don't follow this game that much anymore, just because I'm I'm so tired of waiting for it. To totally, be completely totally, honest, totally. like I've been, I, this game has existed in my mind since I beat Persona Four in two thousand eight, and like after a while, it's like, like my history of like, because like everyone that's played games for their their whole lives has like these games that they looked forward to like crazy for a really long period of time. Like mine, like Persona Five is one of them. Another one was Diablo Three for me, and like that game came out and. It, when it came out, it was a piece of shit. And, like, I can't yeah. do this thing where, like, I get super excited and look at every frame of a trailer for hours and hours in the event that he it's not good. He picked up that barbarian from the ground and ate him. <laughs> that's, that's what I remember from Diablo 3. It's just that, that yeah, shot that... of that monster picking up the barbarian and eating him. That's... The scary thing about that game is I was, because, like, I was a huge D2 fan. And yeah, then, me too. And Diablo 1, and then, like the game came out and it was so bad at yeah, launch. Like, I was waiting like a decade cool. for that game and I was oh, just like... Online, yeah, Dude, I, I, I wanted to believe in that game so hard that like I I basically played that game for like maybe like 
about a week straight of like minimal sleep and like by the end of like maybe the fourth or fifth day i was already like at, at inferno with like my friends mm-hmm. and it was just and then like and then you, if you remember inferno and difficulty for diablo 3 at lodge fucking just i just killed it was, me now. it was it was yeah, for it me was, it was like era 37 all the time with diablo 3 and that was i reviewed the game too yeah. it was it was it was i didn't even get to level cap i was so bummed and i'm not saying that this game is going to be like that but it's yeah. it's like it was a lesson learned is what i'm saying oh i i um, always go on blackout for any game i plan on playing so that's why i don't know too much about some of these games like persona 5 is probably the most in-depth i've been with a game i'm really excited for ever i think because i i i usually uh, avoid trailers for things that i'm excited to try out because i want to go in there fresh as you can expect i'm that's i'm sure that uh, obviously that's what you're doing too yeah it's so hard not to look at this game though oh my gosh like, you, your so eyes get drawn like, yeah, those gifs those gifs are uh, gifs excuse me that are super popular uh people seeing like yeah the, the battle results screen and just the way it looks, the way it flows, is everything. Obviously, they came into it with a whole idea of what they wanted the game to look like and never let up on it. And that's different from some games lately where it's like it's all piecemealed in. This is like a whole, everything is like like swallowed up by their design choice that they made, which is crazy. So, yeah, wow. that's that's like, once again, Persona 5, more news at E3, which is in less than a month. Speculation uh, on like uh, on Western release date, but realistically, when do you guys think the uh, it'll be released here? I say, uh, I would say November, early December. Okay, right, November's got like bit. a bunch of games coming out, like Call of Duty and Battlefield's like kind of around that time. I'd say early December, just like Persona Four was. All right. Yeah, but that's so, uh, yeah. three weeks until E2. more news. E three is coming up really fast. Um, we have some big plans for that show um and mm-hmm. tons of stuff so, to cover just a little housekeeping here um so we're gonna have a, a regular podcast again two weeks from now yep and then we're gonna have like an a3 special one i believe as yeah well. we did that like last year we had we, we all met up and then did a podcast there um so we did it one was like before the podcast before the press conferences and then yeah one after and then um uh one at the end of the week just to kind of catch things up. Who knows if that's going to be the way it'll work this time. It's always been like if we're in the mood and all that stuff, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, we'll have a podcast then. Um, but, you know, stay tuned to the site and our Twitter account for coverage. Speaking of which, uh, next Friday is Momocon uh, in Georgia that Adam, who can't be here, who will be attending that because it's like 20 minutes away from where he lives or even 10 minutes. I forget. It's like a super close distance. Uh, Axis Games is going to be there. They're going to be talking about some big announcements there with like Zero Time Dilemma. Even I'm sure a lot of people, I keep hearing like cries for Atoma Games there. I was like, I I don't. uh, Hey, don't talk bad about it. No, 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 no. Nothing bad about that. It's just that it's all like unanimous. That's the, the news they want the most. Um, out of there okay. but um that's that's something you can look forward to that's going to be tweeted uh live tweeted uh adam's going to be there on our account uh talking about that so be sure to pay attention if you're interested in that stuff um but just to kind of wrap things up um once again uh just to f- let you know where you can find us we are at rpgsite.net um on twitter.com slash site youtube.com slash rpg site net for videos we've got new videos of the witcher 3 blood and wine expansion like i just mentioned uh we got hands-on with the new star ocean that maybe kyle might be interested in uh the neo alpha that we were talking about before 
you can check that out. We also will be playing through um, Valkyria Chronicles Remastered. I will be, um, like I already discussed, so I've already got the first video up. The second one should be up by the time this podcast is up. Um, and then also Facebook.com facebook.com slash RPG site net. Uh, and you can also subscribe to us on Tetracast uh, for on iTunes. You can look us up on that. Um, we always, always like to mention, of course, our Discord channel. Uh, people were in there during the Persona 5 stream, and it was apparently nuts. Uh, a lot of excitement. Yeah. Uh, tinyurl.com slash RPG site Discord is the invite. If you want to join us there, you can get there through the, um, you can just join that through a web browser. It's got its own separate desktop application. You can check it out too. Uh, we highly recommend checking that out. It's a cool chat room. Um, yeah, but just to finish things up, I once again want to thank my guests, uh, Josh Torres, Kyle Campbell. Thank you guys so much for being a part of that, even if Kyle, especially because uh, we couldn't do our podcast last weekend because we didn't have a third person and we felt like it would be kind of difficult to have that conversation without a third one. So thank you. And next week we'll have on Xavier Woods and Connor McGregor to talk about yes. Persona 5 more in depth. I never said a podcast <laughs> next week, maybe in two weeks. <laughs> well, so whatever. We'll, we'll work around their schedule. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they don't have anything better to do than talk to That's, a, that's what the Tetris House is going to become. You're going to have celebrity guests talk about Persona 5. Isn't UFC that's 200 it. like in a w- couple of weeks or am I thinking uh, mis- mistaken? That's in July. In July. That's okay, in July. I'm way off. All right, never mind. All right, so getting close to that anyway. I'm sure you're excited. Um, but thanks, guys, for uh, listening to the latest TetraCast. Catch us next time on the next edition. All right. Next time I'll be talking about Overwatch more. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't know what else I'm going to play. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Let's not talk about that right now. See you guys. Later. Later.